Blog Talk Radio. expressed on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Good morning, everybody. My name is J. King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. With me are my co-hosts, Boo Boom Doom, Boo Boom Doom, Boo Boom Doom, Mushroom Fred. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the J. King Network, J. King Show. It's going to be rough and bumpy this morning, so buckle up, get all your kids and in-laws and your mom and daddy out of the room. Have a great day. Dr. Dre with the High Top Fade. Good morning, everybody. It's about that time. Let's make it do what it do. Brother Reverend Ali. JMU the star, no matter who they are, can't mess with King on his music thing. JMU the star, no matter who they are, can't mess with King on his music thing. Music thing. Good morning. Good morning, weak, Dave Smith. That was good. You, you thought it was weak. Yeah, it was weak, man. Everything y'all do, you you clap and buck dance on his ass. No, oh, that was weak. Good morning, Willie Zen. Good morning, Neo Nation. Uh, Vertical said he sounded like Bobby DeVars. So well, that's vertical. Be... That's vertical. Good morning, Christy Graham. Good morning, Joe Cynical. Uh, Jelena said she liked this mute song. Uh, Fred, 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 let me ask you a question, Fred. Do you have a little? You, do you have a little hater in you today? Are you? Do you have a little? No, Ali, is there some jealousy? No. Not Good morning, my point. I don't want no smoke. So why would you? So when it, when every Good morning, Josephine. Uh, Ali DeBarge. <laughs> that's that's what um, Fred has. <laughs> John Beckman said, Fred has ears of teeth. <laughs> Damn. I'm going to see his. I'm, I'm going to sneak up on his punk ass next week, and uh, we, we're going to have a meeting. I'm going to see John Beckman, man. I want to meet that guy. Yeah, okay. uh, good morning. Good morning, Del Bernie. So, um, so, I'm in LA today because I have to do I have to speak. I haven't even I started writing it last night. I haven't even written. Maybe I started writing it this morning. I don't even you know, I gotta figure out what I'm gonna say. 
But I do know that at the crux of what I'm going to say, I'm going to say that we have to stop. We have to stop minimizing ourselves to just being black businesses, and we have to start being good businesses and describing ourselves yep. as good businesses that just happen to be black. Good morning, Lamont Atwood. Let me see. I oh, agree with I got to get my. Huh? You agree with that? Yeah, because you don't see businesses that say Latin business or Jewish business or nothing like that. It's a business. Yeah. I totally agree with that. So we got to so we just got to change up. You know, um a lot of people don't like a lot of black people don't like that I try to minimize the black talk. But I try to but, but I <laughs> I try to good morning Bernard Middlebrook. I try to minimize the black talk cuz you cause, cause, because this ain't yesterday, y'all. We want everybody else to think like tomorrow and to and to treat us like tomorrow, but we won't treat us like tomorrow. We treat us like yesterday. And so oftentimes I am on the opposite end of the spectrum when it comes to black leadership because I don't think we're going to victimize ourselves out of the issues that exist in this country. We're not going to – making ourselves victims to the whole thing. Um, um, we, um, we know that what happened. We know that, that, that what this country did. We know what the government did. We know to, 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 to a certain degree they still do it, but not to not, – not, not to the same extent. And this is why I keep telling you guys, you have to decide if you want to win or if you want to be right. And black people want to be right. And be heard. And so, and so and that's no, there's no win in being right. And, and so, I was talking to a, a good friend of mine, somebody who you guys know, who's a, who's a well-known personality, and he said, "Jay King, you know, you could be, you could win and be right." And I mean, and this guy is scholarly, and I said, um, "Of course you can, but if that was the case, we wouldn't be deciding which over the other." So the reason why it's a conversation is because you got to choose one or the other. Which would you choose? That would and be so huge. a lot of people think being right is is a win. But I can prove you wrong all day. I can prove that being right ain't a win. Were we discriminated against in this country? Were we? Are oh, yeah. we? Ha- ha- have we been marginalized in this country? Have there been a bias and a prejudice exacted against us in this country? Yes, yes, you're right. All those things happen. 
we 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 put them up. Where's the win at? Where's the win? I walk. I wake up in the morning, understanding exactly who I am. I'm a black man in America that understands the structure of the game. So let's play. And when I wake up in the morning, my job is to figure out how am I going to move to the next level? Not how am I going to be right. How am I going to win? It's been proven to me that being right doesn't equate to a win for us. We've been right about all the shit we've been talking about all this time. That's true. So I don't expect everybody to agree with me. Um, just to, but, but the people that agree with me. Yeah. You make a big mistake, <laughs> though. Lee. Well, uh, good morning, Akbar. So, you know, so let me just say, all the shit you got to say about what's happened to us, you right. Now. Let's see the win. Let's see the win. So uh, today I'm I'm speaking to small businesses, and that's what I'm going to talk to them about. I'm going to talk to them about you know what, you know what kind of leadership, you know what kind of leadership do do you want to, um, uh, what kind of leadership do you want to have? What kind of leadership do you want to follow? What kind of leadership do you want to be? Do you want to be somebody who Who's right, or somebody who wins? Because we can't we can't have both of them. We can't we can't um, be right and win. That part is deep. Yeah. Can't have them both. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> to think about. Do you want your debt paid? Do you want? Uh, uh, um, Dana Marie said we can disagree and still be on the same team. Well, you know, uh, we can, if we disagree, what we what we would agree on is that something needs to happen. We're probably not on the same team because I'm playing a totally different game than than you. If you disagree with my concept, we you can't be on my team. We we plan a totally different. The, the, the rules of engagement are different. So, but it don't mean that we ain't trying to get to the same place. So we're on the same path. Good morning, Conrada. And that's why even, you know, Andre Henley, when he comes here uh, and, and, and supports and listens, you know, certain things he says, hey, we all got to come together. I'm, I would never say he's wrong. For him, we all got to come together. And, and he'll, and, and the crew that he brings, that's what they'll do. For me, for me, my crew got to say, I want to win. I'm not concerned with being right. I'm going to extend. And so the people that roll with me, they got to have that thinking. They can't disagree with me and move forward with me because that, that is the foundation of what I do. And then I look at people that, that, that struggle, financially struggle, and they're right. These are the people, you know, it, it, you can't, 
so, you know, you're right about what you're talking about, but it's, it's creating a financial struggle for you. It's, it's, creative, it's creating a political struggle for you. Good morning, Daphne. But when you start winning, winning takes a lot of struggle away from you across the board. Good morning, Mr. Elias. When you start winning, it's because you start believing in you. You start, you start, you start exercising the value of who you are, where the power is. The power is you. I don't, I don't give my power to to anybody. Good morning, monkey. So when people say the white man is holding us, but white man ain't never held me back. I, I have never, they never been a white man. I, I was in the military. I was in the air force. Them motherfuckers kicked me out, uh, but they didn't hold me back. And because I was, because I, I was a bit wild too, I, you know, I, you know, you don't, you can't just be busting people upside the head with shit. <laughs> you just you can't, you can't, you can't do it. I could can't do it. Even, <laughs> even if you're right, even I was right, but you can't do it. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't necessarily a win in being right. Mm-mm. It just ain't a win. Um, <clears throat> Brother Reverend Ali, you doing the word of the day? Yes, sir, OG. I got the word of the day. So Brother Reverend Ali is doing the word of the day. I'm going to do the daily word. Good morning, Judas Coleman. Uh, Christy Graham. Good morning, Reginald Sanders. Christy Graham said, my father got kicked out of the military as well for the same thing, Jay. Um, Monkey said the Air Force kicked Jay out because he kept taking planes up to Mach 10 and crashing them. That's not true, Monkey. <laughs> Good morning, Dwayne Robinson. Um, I didn't bust people in the head. I busted a person in the head. You don't don't put a 10 on the two. Everybody always try to make it more than it was just one person. And, you know, but that ain't how it works. Um, Potter says, Jay always drops gems. Do you want to be right or do you want to win? This brings Professor Grizzly and his Black Bull clothing brand to mind. He wants to be right but doesn't want to win that business. You can't really do both. He wants to have his Popeye's chicken and, uh, I mean, cake and eat it too. (laughs) Good good morning. Bad motherfucker, bad motherfucker, bad motherfucker. Good morning, Benicia Gully. Good morning, Sam. (laughs) <laughs> Good morning, Michael. Michael Gay. And so let me just say, um, you know, so we're gonna talk about it today. We're gonna talk about, uh, you know, what, you know, the value of you. The value of you. Do you respect the value of you? You know, um, sometimes. I write down everything I can do for me. I just write it down. And if you guys, if you know me and if you see, you guys know I always carry a bag with me. And in my bag, I always have these little books. And in the books, I'm writing in them. I'm writing in these books because I, I got to, um, you know, I'm writing down, I'm, I'm, I'm writing down different things, you know, what I, what I do, change our messaging. What's our ask? Invest in self. 
recognize our trauma, correct our emotions, lose the chip, understanding the game, decide when or be right, build political equity, use political capital, change scope of message to humanity, be consistent, build community totally, build army with same mindset as you, create coalition. These are the things that I write. I just write stuff, not like a journal. No, that's that's what girls do. You guys do that. <laughs> I can't believe, I can't believe Julie called me a bitch in front of everyone. I, it hurt. And today it's uh, October 26, 1975, and Julie called me a bitch for the second time. It's not that. It's not that. Yeah. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not writing Smitchy first. Journaling. No, we're not I'm not journaling. I'm writing down my ideas. I'm, and then and I, I have another book that I just write down things that I can do. What am I good at? What are you good at? Do you do you know what you're good at? My daughter's mother can literally walk into a house and she can take your house that you live in and move things around and take 200 bucks and make your house beautiful. You just that's, that's her gift. And I always tell her, Nikki, you know, when you stop singing or if you don't want to sing sometimes, um, you know, start a business, you know, uh, designing on a dime. Good morning, Herbert. You know, and, but, you know, um, me telling her and her doing it, two different things. But I, I just know um, I was talking to Baxter Arterberry. I said, Baxter is a good storyteller. I'm like, dude, take what you do and every two months present yourself to people because people listen to him. Christy Graham said, I don't journal, but I sure have a lot of lists and notes and do stuff and, and to do stuff written down in my book. That's good. That's good, Christy Graham. But are you are you um are you mining the gold that's in you? Are you are you uh looking at the things that all the notes that you have? Because the notes that I have, what I write down, the reason why I write things down is because I want to do a lot of shit. I want to do a lot of shit before I get up out of here. Good morning, Kyle Williams. Good morning, Professor Keone. I wanna do I wanna do it all. Um, 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 because it ain't much time. Like, like this life is fleeting. It's, it's a very short ride. And the, the older I get, I'm 61. I'm about to be 62. It was just Monday, of it, uh, yesterday to me. So I so I I wake up every day and I want to do something else. I want to I have another concept that I want to that I want to create. It's why it's why I'm putting the tour together with Sean Rayford and and Lucky Witherspoon and Joe Levy and and me because the things I talk about I want to know if they're as vivid in life as they are in my mind. 
And then I'll write a book about it. You know, um, but I won't, you know, somebody said, Jay, you need to write a book, man. You did a lot. I'm like, I ain't done shit. And there's a lot of motherfuckers. There's a lot of you motherfuckers out here that wrote books and shit about yourself. You, you ain't doing shit. See, I don't fool with me. I don't, I don't lie to me. I ain't done enough. In order, in order to write a book and for it to, to mean something, you got to do something that's profound, that, that is, that is earth-shattering. So I'm going to write a book called Do It All. I figured that's the thing that I've done that, that's earth-shattering. I've done it all. And, I mean, I've had big, I've had big success. And I'm going to tell you right now, that shit is scary to the motherfucker. I, I pull back. Shit. That first Club Nouveau album, I pulled back after that. I don't want that shit because I saw what it was like. I saw, I see how people get eaten up by it. Good morning, Tim Watson. I thank God for Helen. I thank God that I walk into my mama's house one day. I'm on the phone, and I'm Big Willie talking. And I'm, yeah, and I, yeah man, are we doing this and we doing that? And my mom said, nigga, get off the motherfucking phone with that bullshit. Walking in the goddamn house with that shit. I don't want to hear that shit. Shit. If you come in the house and say hi, that's so goddamn rude. You always talk about what you're doing. Nigga, if what you do make you who you are, you ain't shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Helen wasn't fucking around, man. Mama didn't play, boy. No, man. If what you do, because a lot of people... Walk around here, as my mom would say, with their ass on their shoulder like they shit don't stink. Good morning, Karen Rivera. Who got the goddamn talking behind them? Who got the TV playing? Is that you, Potter? Potter, is that you with all that noise? Yes. Yeah, that's Potter. My mama, my mama was a special lady. She, she, that's why I love her so much. She never let it, she never let it grow in me. And I'm gonna tell you right now, it's the kind of shit that grow in you. It's the kind of shit that I, I don't care. No, hey, let a motherfucker tell you you great every day. First, you're gonna be like, I oh, know, I'm just a regular, I'm just a humble person. First of all, you can't be humble and say I'm a humble person. You can't say I'm a, I'm a humble. That's a motherfucking lie. Humility is too humble to call itself out. So when I hear motherfuckers right. say, "Man, I'm just a humble," no, you're not, motherfucker. If you was humble, you wouldn't say it. Other people would. Your humility would be in front of you. It wouldn't be out of your mouth. Only arrogance can call itself humble. <laughs> I'm just a humble. That's funny. That's what my mama told me. So, I'm uh, right here. Yeah, I never. So, so this shit don't mean nothing. And when I see motherfuckers walk around here, especially if you've been doing this for a long time, and you walk around here like you hot shit for the shit you do. Now, don't don't fuck with me. Don't talk to me. We ain't, we ain't got nothing in common. Potter said, my high school basketball coach grabbed me 
as I was going to fight a player on the opposing team. My coach was white. So, yes, Jay, a white man did hold me back in my life. In high school. That's it, Jay. Jay, Jay don't, read it, don't, read, don't read the rest of it, Jay. It's on, it's on, I'm on my phone, so that was it. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do the daily word. Brother Reverend Ali is going to do the word of the day. Of what you do make if what you do makes you you ain't shit. Yeah. What you if what you do makes you who you are, you ain't shit. And what my mom was saying was this. And I and I and I and I got it I, I got it more as I got older. But what she was saying is every time you I see you, every time you come to me and I see you're talking about what you're doing and who you're working with. Don't nobody want to hear that shit all the time, number one. Good morning, Sheila Yvette. So shut that shit up, number one. Number two, if that's the defining mark of your character, if 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 what you're doing is a defining mark of your character, then when what you're doing stops being what you're doing, then what are you? Because you ain't shit if what you're doing is who you are. And so from that time forward, you know, and, you know, I'm young, 26, 27, and, and, and start, I started really understanding, um, you know, that if the music business is, uh, is how you define yourself, then you have a very shallow definition of you, and you know I'm 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 in a lot of ways I'm I'm super corny. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm super corny and super square. I I don't drink or smoke or none of that shit. I don't go out to clubs. I love to read books. <laughs> I, I I love weird information. I love history. I'm really intrigued by, the, by by thought processes of different of different humanities and and what and and what took place in 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 the past. I love I don't just love music. I love the history of music. It, it ain't much. It ain't much to me. You know. Um, I don't, you know, I'm not, there's nothing dynamic about me. <laughs> I mean, it ain't, you know. So, uh, but but if you want to know about music, hey, Ken, great lunch with you yesterday, sir. Start talking about music. I can I can definitely talk to you about music, about the history of music and different artists. You know I know damn near everything about Marvin Gaye because he's my favorite. Holy, Thursday, November 16th, 2023, the daily word is holy, and I'm going to do the daily word. Brother Reverend Ali is going to do the word of the day. Mm -hmm. All life is holy. When I view everything around me as holy, 
I more easily find God everywhere. This perspective prompts me to appreciate other people and all the world being in a new way. I feel a sacred trust to care for the world and its creatures, to regard my earth home as holy. Realizing each person is a divine being, just as I am, helps me see past our differences and realize we are members of the same human family with many common goals. I hold a vision that others will join me in this outlook. Everything we say and all we do will be gifts we give to the world. When we live with the intention to bless and uplift the world, we will be treating our beloved earth as a holy as the holy place it is. Today's Bible verse is Psalms twenty four one. The earth is the Lord's and all that is in it. The world Amen. and those who live in it. Brother Reverend Ali, what is the word of the day? OG the word of the day is lip, spelled L-I-P. And the definition for lip is either of the two fleshly parts which form the upper and lower edges of an opening of the mouth. Let me see if I can use that in a sentence, OG. Big Fred's chest looks like a lip. Lip. <laughs> <laughs> why are you concentrate? Why are you? Fuck it. Go ahead and do your thing today, buddy. I ain't even fucking supposed to get all worked up with your punk ass. There you go, King Fred. Don't let him get to you, Fred. Don't let him get to you. <laughs> yeah, but he said. But earlier today, he said that. Tell him, King Potter. Uh, that Ali's song wasn't good, and it was good. <laughs> is this is this, that dude, is this is is that is this this motherfucker with that super cut fade uh Drake? What what's your name, brother? Right. Brother, 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 brother right. What's your name, brother? What's your name? Explain yourself, brother. Do you know who the fuck you talking to, brother? You don't even know me. You like Beckman to me, brother. Damn. Now I'm a white man. <laughs> That nigga said something the other day. He don't even he he's not even really black. This motherfucker he is he don't know what we talking about. Go ahead on with that bullshit, dog. You um, say I ain't really black. Let me tell you guys, obviously you don't you don't let know. Let me tell you No, no, no. Stay on get get control of your show, Jay. First, the only motherfucker out of control is your wild ass. <laughs> Good morning, Charissa Martin. You, you just Come went, on, man. You, I mean, you just, you just went. I was just fucking around, guys. Wild. I was just fucking around. Come on, keep control of the show. Shit. So I really <laughs> want to talk about. I really, uh, um, Professor Keone said, King. This nigga and his three-letter words. Time for Reese Hopkins to step in and save the world, the word of the day. Please ask Reese to take over for now. Um, he's well, talking about your word of the day. We definitely wouldn't ask the professor to do it. We heard what happened when he had to read online. Kick Potter. Or on the air. 
was horrible. You remember that, Jane? When he had to read it? Oh, my God. That was embarrassing. Oh, Lord. Nigga calling me a retard. He can't even read three three words. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, can we? Best day so, so I want to talk about. I want to talk about um, us and our um, and our biases mm-hmm. and our prejudices and. Um, and why we have to start addressing addressing them now. If if the world is really going to move forward, and so I want to tell you, there was a time. Yeah, us, all of us, Janet Marie, us as everybody, not us as black people. But what's what what's odd when I say us? Black people will automatically assume, some, not all, that I'm just talking about black people because we have been, we have, we have segregated ourselves in our own mind. Good morning, Michael Williford. So when I say us, yes, all of us. So um, good morning, Carla. So if, if it's, so let me, let me clarify for um, good morning, Jerome, with him the cuz, for Janet Marie, and for anybody who who doesn't understand what us is, all of us as people, all people, us, we have to start really getting to the macro of it all. We got to get to to us. I got to start looking at me. You've got to start looking at you. And it can't be a but they or but because that's why I. It can't be any of that. Good morning, Daryl Gay. It's got to be me. What, 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 prejudices do I have? What biases do I hold? What bigotries or, or racism? And I hear black people say, black people can't be racist. If you, if you hate a certain people or dislike a certain people or make a certain people, you, 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 uh, one thing that, that you despise, you are a racist. That's just, once you take on the characteristics of what racism looks like as it's being uh, directed towards you, if you take on those same characteristics and direct them towards somebody who doesn't look like you, then you are, in fact, becoming racist. You become the same thing you hate. And, 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 um, and I'm going to give you guys an example, uh, one that you guys are love because you guys love to hate him, Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the most vilest white man, just all the motherfuckers. The first thing is all, they, he, all, all them white motherfuckers. That's, now, let me say what I think about Donald Trump. I think Donald Trump is probably one of the most uh, 
ignorant motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. Black, white, red, green, yellow, orange, pink, I don't care. <laughs> He's just an ignorant motherfucker, right? Um, that, that says and does ignorant shit. But because he does it, I, I don't want, I, I wouldn't want to, um, um, I wouldn't want to um, ostracize him. You know, I, I, I just wouldn't support him. I wouldn't want to take him out of, out of contention for being our president. I just wouldn't vote for him. Because if if we can do that if we can do that to him then we can do that to me and you cuz somebody might think what you and I are saying somebody might say um somebody said we deserve reparations there's people that think that's ignorant than a motherfucker well that you know um that all that was in the past why do we have to pay for this And cancel that person out. I don't want anybody canceled. I want everybody that has the opportunity to present themselves and for us to make a rational decision. If Donald Trump wins and you didn't like it, then you know what you know, you know what I would say? You and people like you didn't vote, didn't get involved, didn't think it enough, important enough to participate in the free election process that we have. And that's criminal. In my head, that's what the criminality is. Good morning, Michael Honeycutt. Oh, the first thing I think we have to do is start with self. Who am I in the world? How do I participate in the process of making the world better or worse. You know, we have uh we we have this this thing that we that that happened in this country called slavery. And and then I disagree, Jay, there has to be some type of ethic standards to where I'm for president. There is, Tim. There is an ethic standard qualifies for it. So whether you agree or disagree doesn't matter. He passes the ethic standards. That's why he's able to run. Based on the ethic standards, he can go to prison and still run. So if you don't agree with the ethic standards, then what you should do is find out how they came up with those ethic standards and then participate in that process. One thing I know black folk can do really well is argue, disagree, and get mad. But participate is not what we do. um, So Tim says the RNC doesn't have standards anymore. (laughs) So this is somebody who I know doesn't participate in the process. Because if he participated in the process, he would know that this isn't about the RNC. It's about the Constitution. Based on our Constitution, Tim, 
he's able to continue to run. Based on the rules of engagement and the, demo, and the, and the democratic process, he's able to run. It has nothing to do with the RNC or the DNC individually, the whole concept. So if we don't like the concept, then we should participate in changing it. But, but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I do know that we, that we will do. We will complain and we won't vote. We won't vote. We won't put money on the wood. We won't involve ourselves in the election process. We'll sit back and we'll say, we'll say, man, I won't do, I can't, I ain't doing shit. And nothing I do ain't going to change it. And you're right, because you're not going to do nothing. So nothing you do will never change it, because there's nothing that you will do to try to change it. I was spoken with Bar- I spoke with Barbara Lee yesterday. Barbara Lee is running against Adam Schiff to become the next senator taking um taking um Diane Feinstein's place. And um I think the max that I can give is sixty eight hundred bucks or sixty six hundred, whatever the max is. So I'm gonna max out with, with Barbara Lee. And um and, and and I don't know if Barbara Lee can win. But I had to take Adam Schiff and Barbara Lee and see which because I don't agree one hundred percent with either of them. Good morning, Libby. Um Barbara Lee is too left for me. Adam Schiff is too shifty for me. And I had to say which would, and then I had to look at my investment and which one would give me the most um, the most power from a from a position standpoint. And uh, and it was Barbara Lee. And so I'm going to go. I'm going to max out with Barbara Lee. And I'm going to um, uh, I'm going to get my friends. I'm going to get a, friends of mine that I know are capable of maxing out to max out with Barbara Lee. Not because she's a black woman. I, I graduated from that voting for black many many years ago. But because I'm in the process, she is the person, and and. and I'm never going to find a candidate that I that I agree 100% with. I already know that. I, you know, I'm too. I, I'm, and the reason why is because I'm I'm liberal and I'm conservative and I'm left and I'm I'm right and I'm center and and I'm independent and I'm moderate. I mean, I'm all of it at different things. I move around based on what it is, and. A lot of times candidates are part of an agenda. They're agendized by a party. And the party uh, dictates the agenda, and I don't agree with the concept of it. So I don't, so, so I don't, I don't um, swear by Barbara Lee and say she's going to do everything I want to do. I like Barbara Lee. I just feel like I have a voice. The same way I did with with. Uh, Karen Bass I'm supporting um, 
Chris Holden, the supervisor here. And I'm, I'm saying to people, uh, support Chris Holden and uh, because I know what kind of voice it gives me. I, you got to know that when you put money on the wood, you get moved to the front of the line. If all you're doing is voting, you get to be in the line. You just ain't at the front of the line. And so when people say, well, they don't do nothing for the black community, if I'm going to be honest, we don't put enough money on the wood. El Malik said, good morning, Brother Jay. Protesters have taken over the Bay Bridge, even leaving cars parked, having to be told, stay off the Bay Bridge. Bernard Middlebrook said, I think most black people are all of that, ones with good sense. I don't understand what you mean by that, all of that. I don't know. Um, good morning, Larry Brooks. You got to explain that to me, all of that, all of that, all of what. Um, if, when, you look at, when you look at our black leadership, and we have to be honest, and you look at our black community, if we're being honest, we have to ask the question. What has black leadership done to motivate, move, or make the black community better, stronger, or more economical as a vehicle? Why are we losing why are we losing black home ownership? Why, why isn't black home ownership growing at a time where there are grants and there's and, and all kinds of money that you can that you can use to, to, to move into a home? It's because the, the wealth in our community has been depleted. That even even with the new opportunities that are in front of us, we can't take advantage of them. But they have ADUs that you can put. In your backyard, boost up your boost up your income, have a rental property, but we can't even take advantage of it because we don't we don't have the credit wherewithal to do it. All I'm saying, you guys, is we you know we you know you gotta we need each other. So how, how do we get it done? Because when you, when you start talking about the systemic issues that exist in this country and have existed in this country. You're right. They do when they have. But where's the win for us? How do we get to the win? Because that's the only thing that counts to me. Andre Henley said, oftentimes black leadership doesn't represent the black community. We often end up with a Clarence Thomas. Fewer Clarence Thomases than, than you know. You also end up with Maxine Waters. Y'all call her auntie. You call her auntie, Maxine. I say, Maxine, why would you? Why are you still in the position? Why haven't you moved over, and and let some some younger, uh, more capable African American, male or female come and take, and take your place? Why haven't you you been, um, over the um, finance committee, a number of times? Why haven't you talked to us about financial literacy? You invest. Your family invest. You live in a multi-million dollar house. 
See, I'm on the I'm on the thought process that everybody can have money. I believe everybody there's enough money out here for everybody to have some. But so if you if if you are in my immediate circle and I've never made an opportunity of giving you opportunities to make money. I haven't said invest in the stock market, and uh, in, invest in in, uh, in pre IPOs. If if uh, you know invest in cryptocurrencies. If I haven't talked to you, but I'm making money, then there's something wrong with me. But people around me, the people around me, they invest in the market because I invest in the market. We all bought the uh, Dogecoin when it was a. Um, Five hundredth of a penny, or something like that. Three hundredth of a penny. I, I bought fifty thousand coins for a hundred bucks, and the Dogecoin went to seventy cents a coin. So a hundred dollars turned into thirty-five thousand. I didn't have the most coins. I only spent a hundred dollars. Some people had a thousand dollars worth of coins, and made hundreds of thousands of dollars. But we were all in the same circle because it is important to me that everybody around me, if I'm, if, if I'm doing okay, everybody should do okay. If I have access, then everybody should have access. That should be our thought process. Not, not everybody black. Not everybody with money. Not everybody I like. But everybody in the circle. We talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, and we 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 tell uh, we tell companies and people, organizations that they should be diverse, equitable, and inclusive, and should include black people in the process of what they do and and these companies because of how we spend because we're the number one consumer per capita in the world, nobody in, in the United States, nobody outspends us per capita. Blacks are number one. When it comes to investing, we're last. Nobody invests less than we do per capita in the United States. We're last. And a lot of it has to do with the lack of diversity, equity, and inclusion in our personal lives. The same thing we demand from other people, we're not demanding from us. So you want to know, my friends? My friends are everything from everywhere, everybody. I'm, I'm intrigued with culture. I'm, I'm interested in, in culture. And, and, and um, I don't know if you guys know this, but the Chinese Exclusion Act uh, excluded Chinese that were even born in the United States from becoming residents, and if they went to uh, if they went to China to go visit relatives and tried to come back into the United States, they couldn't. The Chinese exclusion act precluded that. In California, Chinese were lynched more than African Americans by ten to one. So. If you don't, you know, um, so so when you, you know, and then then you got to understand the culture and why it's so close knit, and 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 why they they try, you know, um, 
They're not trying to keep you out. They're just trying to keep their culture intact. And if they recognize that you appreciate parts of their culture, they invite you in. But the only way you could know that is if you were had some diversity in in your lexicon. The same diversity, equity, and inclusiveness that I expect from the outside, I have to give it from the inside out. We live in Mexico. If you're in California, Nevada, Washington State, if you own this, you're in Mexico. Yeah. Arizona, Mexico. So when people say, I can't stand these Mexicans selling um, um, fruit on the side of the road, you ain't going to do it. I respect Mexicans selling fruit on the side of the road. Let me tell you why those Mexicans are selling fruit on the side of the road, that they're not from Mexico like you think. They're not the Mexicans that come from Mexico that, that, that because they're not even doing that. They, 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 because they didn't work in fields in Mexico. They, these are generations of migrant workers who were not allowed to, to live in communities, to work in jobs, who couldn't speak the language, who were treated like, like they were less than animals in a land that they owned <laughs> in Mexico. Because that's what we are. We just happen to buy the land and, or take the land, however you want to call it. I, I um, At 12 years old, good morning, Sydney. At 12 years old, I went with Tony and Tommy Gallegos and the Gallegos family who lived across the street from us to um, – pick onions for the summer to make money. True story. And I made $12 after a week because I had to pay for my food. I had to pay for gas. I had to pay for the, for the lodging. Um, and what it, what it did was it made me respect Tony and, and Tommy and their family in a different way. I'm 12 years old because I I had to find out how hard they had to work as a family. Uh, A 25-pound bag of of onions netted you 25 cents. You got 25 cents for every 25-pound bag. And that's what they did every summer. And so when people were making fun of them and and their clothes and what they wore, I became such great friends with them. And I, I that's why I love my mom so much. My mother was just a my mother was a, just a, a wonderful, wonderful lady that taught me a lot about humanity about human beings, about myself, about about my own arrogance and ego and why it's important 
every now and then, you know, shit, you might have to get in the mirror and cuss yourself out, call you a punk-ass, bitch-ass motherfucker. You might have to do that to yourself, right? Especially when people saying good shit about you. Because when people saying good shit about you, you start thinking good shit about you. And then you start thinking your shit don't stink. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care how much you think you go to the bathroom and your shit don't stink. There's an odor in that motherfucker, whether you know it or not, because you're used to smelling you. So if we're going to be, uh, if we want the world to be different, you know, if we're going to talk about how funky the world is, then we got to look at, we got to look at us. You got to look at yourself. If you, you know, if it's, good morning, Darnell. If it's some, if it's some hate in the world and you hate some motherfuckers because of some shit that they did that was hateful, then you contribute to the hate in the world. You the hate right along with the hate. So, <laughs> you know, but you're going to justify your hate. Trust me, the other hate, they, they got justification. Everybody can justify hate. Got to decide what you're going what you're going to do. How you going how you going to change the hate? Good morning, uh, Kente. What up, Ken? I just want to say this one caveat to getting in the mirror and calling yourself a bitch ass motherfucker. Is that Beckman loves when you call him a bitch ass motherfucker. He gets off on Simply when Mary calls him. Or you can just call into the Kings in the Morning show and have other people do it for you. When I had you to myself, I didn't want you around. I'm so sorry, baby. I'm a third day around. Choose to love you like a mother loves her baby. Like music is good for the soul. You can lean on me when you need me. I got so much love to give. Love to give. Love to give. When you need me, I want to break your food. I've got so much love to give, love to give. I don't feel like being lonely tonight. I need you to save me from myself, take me from my worries. I can't change the way you feel about me, but I can't change the way I love. So much love to give. 
we spend $1.4 to $1.6 trillion a year. And it equates to the number nine to number 11 economy in the world. Our spending, our 1.4 to 1.6 trillion, um, equates to the number nine to number 11 economy in the world. Nobody outspends us on a per capita basis. The reason why we're, we're doing this tour is just what you said, um, Leonard. If we waited for a system to, to fund our vision, what we want to do so we could participate, we would all individually wait, possibly complain, talk about how unfair the system is, how it doesn't work in our favor, and everything that's wrong with it. But not once will we ever talk about the solution, how we can fix it, what we can do. Our plan. And so I I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I'm a high school graduate. I I only graduated from high school. I went to Laney JC for for three and a half, four weeks. Uh, um, I'm not um, formally educated in any way, form, or fashion, but I'm a dreamer. Uh, who believes in himself, and I think that's my greatest attribute is that I believe in me, that I'm that I'm strong enough to believe in me and my ideas, and I'm and I'm crazy enough to bring them to somebody else. And and so, Sean Rayford is just as crazy as me. I know that because this motherfucker started making records at 56. <laughs> you got to be a crazy motherfucker to decide that you want to make an album at 56. I love it. And that's why I picked Sean Rayford. Joe Levy started making records at 50, 51. Joe Levy owns a construction company. Sean Rayford owns a, a, a transportation company. Um. Lucky Witherspoon, 54, 55 years old, decides that he's going to make an album. His son's a professional football player. I picked who I picked for a reason. Because I need people that aren't married to what can't happen, but are available to the possibilities of what can happen. And so, Leonard, black people waiting for a system to be good to them that has never been good to them probably won't dive with me. It probably won't work out with us. Because I believe in possibilities that I make. I do radio. I I wasn't trained at radio. I did radio because I started on blog talk. (laughs) I started right here. On my computer, that's blog talk radio right there. You can't see all of the people, but all of the numbers and stuff, that's where I started. I started on, 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 and then I went to K-100. 
KDEE as a volunteer. Then I started making money in radio. We, we, we're we waiting for something to happen that never happened. We're waiting for a system to, to, to work for us that never worked for us. The only time the system worked for us is when we worked the system. And that sometimes means inventive, creative, uh, 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 and um and crazy crazy enough to, and so i hear people say you know uh i can't find anybody to do i i feel the same way but i can't find anybody that that see it like i see it and i say to you then you you fucking up then why are you why are you hanging around those kind of people shit i i got all those kind of people around me every day I got motherfuckers to pick from. So if the people around you don't believe what you believe, don't see what you see, don't understand your vision, why are you minimizing you? To fit into somebody else's box Don't make good sense for me I only say the things I say about Folks like Maxine is Because those are the people that you all Look up to as leadership I'm my leadership You are your leadership And um, I remember my dad telling me When I did rumors He said you know everybody waiting for you to fail. Don't fail. I, I, I can't, I can't, my dad said don't do it. They waiting on you. And, and, uh, and, and if you knew how I starved through, um, through rumors, if you knew how I struggled through it. If you see how I struggled through it, if you saw, if you, if you would have saw the time that, that I didn't know what I was going to do. And I, and I, and I swear to you, and if God, if I'm lying, if God strike me down right now, but I literally got on my knees and I said, God, if this isn't what I'm supposed to do, please take this desire out of my heart because it was killing me. It, it, it wasn't going any way like I thought it would go. Destroyed my, my marriage. My, I was married. I was a young married man, and, I, and, I, and it was destroying me. But I, I didn't quit. And, and I, kept, I kept going, and I found people that – that that believed like I believed, that thought like I thought. Now, for every one I found, I found twenty that laughed. It was my my own in my own niggas that's around me that's laughing. My motherfucker said, "King man, you you my brother, but I ain't gonna lie, man. It sound like you made that shit in your garage." 
It ain't it, the song ain't that good. There are people to this day that will tell you that when they heard rumors, they said it was a hit, and I'll call them a motherfucking lie in front of your face because they lying. You got to be willing. You you got to be willing to put it all on the line. You got to you you know if if you let somebody hold you back, then that ain't them holding you back. That's you empowering somebody enough that they control who you are and what you do, and that's not on them. That's on you. Good morning, Reese on the radio. Morning. Inspiring as always. Hmm. So I got a text from Professor Keone Reese. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, a, I'm going. I'm going to read it to you. Okay. Yes. Sir. I want to read. I want to read Professor Keone. Hold on, let me find it. I got to find it because he he referenced you in particular. I love the fact that even when I'm I'm not around, people are thinking about me. It's so nice to be thought of, even when people are just laying about in their everyday lives. They could be thinking about anything else in the world, but they're thinking about me. Thank you all. Remember just the other day, Reese. Just the other day, two days ago, you was texting me, and while I was with my family. Do you remember I that? Text, I, I think I sent you one text. Uh, okay, John well, Beckman said, what I'm talking about. Reese, John Beckman said, "When someone tells me I can't do it, that challenges challenges me more to do it." For example, when someone told me Reese can't be white, I made it my life's challenge to prove them wrong. Now we have white Reese. <laughs> I told you I'm 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 listen, internationally despised and locally known. That's what I okay, um so this is what pre- this is Professor Keone King. Here's what Reese Hopkins doesn't want you to know. What's really going on inside America's courtrooms. By not discussing or updating us on Kings in the Morning and or his false conservative propaganda news talk show, which is really more of a one-hour fake comedy show. Anyway, I regress. Click on the <laughs> link below to absorb and gain some useful knowledge concerning one of DJT's legal experts and co-conspirators' fate. I found this on Newsbreak. John Eastman found it culpable for misconduct by judge, teeing up disbarment. So, Professor did he, Keone, did he write says, regress? Yeah, instead of digress, uh, he wrote oh, regress. I wrote it. Yeah. I, I uh, read it as, I, as I, I regress. But listen, I regress. Listen. I regress. He has no he has no capture of the English language. Um, listen, listen. I I say to look, and I say this from the bottom of my heart, and I mean this with all kindness. You can say whatever it is you want about my show. You can say whatever it is you want about me, but 
but facts are facts, and I'm going to make this very clear about our good friend Keone. Nothing he thinks or believes is original. Everything he believes is literally stenography, all of it. Everything is let, someone tells him what to think. Let me tell you what I thought you were going to say. Let me tell you what I thought you were going to say, Reese. I thought you were going to say, you can say anything you want about me or my show. Keone, you can say anything you want about me or my show, but keep my wife's name out of your motherfucking mouth. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying Keone does this thing, right, where he takes the opinion of some dude he heard online and then mm-hmm. reports that as fact and just says, see, look what this person said. And I'm like, okay, Keone, I, I get it. You know, that you, you want me to listen to this person because you agree with them. I, I don't have a problem with that. It, it, attacking my show as if to suggest that that in some way demeans me, you don't watch my show, Keone. And you sound silly criticizing something you don't watch, right? That's like looking at a pool and saying that the water's cold, and then I'm saying, well, have you been in it? And you go, no, I haven't gone into it. So how the fuck do you know? You don't know. Get in the pool, my friend, and then criticize my show. If you're not going to get on my show, if you're not been on, around my show, don't get sit up here like you're some expert on my show. You're no expert on any of this. You don't follow it. I wake up, I said this, I say this every day. I wake up every morning and I go to bed every night with news, following the news and following stories, not just trending ones and not just stories that are that, that I agree with. And if anybody's watched my show knows this, Dre is a perfect example. When I play clips on my show, they come from CNN and MSNBC. I rarely play Fox News or Newsmax. I always play MSNBC and CNN. Why? Because in order to prove my point, I need to play the stuff that you trust. And if you trust MSNBC and CNN, they get to prove my point every day. You know I'm doing my radio show. What's up? And well, if you haven't watched my like show, you know, I know. Everybody I know. is I like this, Reese. If they think and believe, this ain't about thinking and believing. And no. one thing about Keone. When I gave him to you, when I first gave Keone to you, he upgraded your show. Okay, I'm sorry. Hold on one second. Wait, wait, wait. I want to make sure I got this right. So so Keone is your property that you gave to me in a dowry of some sort? I don't remember purchasing this Negro. How much was he for? How much did you sell him for? When you gave him to me, how much? Was he a gift? Was he something that you owed a debt to? So you gave me your most... Your strongest and uh, workable Negro. How exactly well, did you present it to me? Was you he packaged? It was you a gift that I gave I understand that. I don't remember you gift wrapping him. Did he have a big fat red bow around his cheeks when you when well, you delivered him like, to me? Well, it's just like don't Facebook, give us those visuals. You, know, you never know. No, who I'm you, sorry. You, you said Kente. You hold on, hold on. Listen, <laughs> I'm done using Keone. Do you have any other Negroes you'd like me to purchase? Who else would you like to give me? Is there another Negro you well, have in the ready? You don't appreciate Keone. You don't appreciate No, I don't. You don't no, no, listen, Keone, listen. So. I, I used Keone up. Do you have any other Negroes that I can use at well, your ready? I gave you Ebro. Since you're give, I gave you Ebro. Since you're, give, you fucked up, since you're giving fucked up. Oh, you I gave, gave me you Ebro. Ebro and you fucked that up. Yeah, you fucked that you up. You gave me Ebro. So, so you are selling Negroes. 
This is so, so, the show. So you're selling Negro. I didn't know that. So I gave you Negro. You know what I mean? You've been giving some pretty good Negroes and you messed it up. Do you want to know how I know that you're giving away Negroes? Because you taught Keone to use the word regret. That's how I know you're selling Negroes. You're not educating them well. But thank you for bringing them to me. Listen to your listen to your brother laughing, uh, goofball. Goofball. That wasn't me laughing. That wasn't me, Yusuf. That wasn't me. Well, I'm glad. I know. I'm glad you know who you are. Excuse me. Oh wow. That was actually wow. me laughing, and I happen to like Reese's show, but I don't know if that's going to make you oh, this Oh, is this the motherfucker that's Ali's number one passenger? Yeah. Are you the number one passenger on the retarded bus? Yes, I am. <laughs> well, let me just leave you alone. I'm glad you identified Dave, who you are, too, Dave you Smith, motherfucker. Dave Smith said, um, I attempted Thanks, to Bobby. listen to his show once. Reese is an extension of Fox News. He lies. Hold on, hold on, wait a minute, breaking news, breaking freaking news, please, please, you have to let me have this one, Jay King. You mean to tell me that Reese on the Radio's biggest hater checked out my show? Oh my God, I freaking arrived. Dave Smith, you can't stop telling on yourself. First you called Daddy to tell him that the bad man is on television, I mean on the radio, and now you're actually checking out the bad man show? Oh, dude, oh my God! I, sw- I literally, I think I'm gonna tinkle. I think I'm gonna tinkle. <laughs> you still haven't paid me for how I fixed up you and uh, Mary's relationship either. I was a counselor in that liar. as well. He said you're a liar, Reese. What do you mean? I'm a. He says I'm a liar. What show did he check out? He's being extremely vague. What show does he talk about? Good morning, morning, Oscar. Um, Oscar said he was wondering if Beckman was for rent. Uh, uh, John Beckman said Dave was trying to make Reese a white white man mad with his comment. Dave failed. Christy Graham said, because my father is another Reese, I have to listen to Reese's show. And I really do enjoy the choice of content he discusses, whether I agree or not. Just so I'm on my toes when I talk about stuff with my father. Oh. Jeff Maroney was tickled by your tinkling. In other words, Reese, your ammunition for her to attack her father. (laughs) Well, again... People enjoy the show. Again, wow. the hate that I'm hearing for people liking my show is evidence enough for me. You have no idea, dude. This is called fodder, and I want to thank you all. And I really do appreciate you who check out the show. Even Dave Smith. Dave Smith, literally, you now have the biggest fan on the world. I love you, Dave Smith. I love you. Because even enough, whatever it was you think about me, you were intrigued to at least listen to the show once, and that's all I need. You gave it to me. Breeze, just one thing. Do you spend more time on the J. King Network or on yours? Because it seems like you're here all the fucking I prepare time. for my show. I prepare five hours for my show, for one hour. I prepare I for my show. It takes five hours to produce my show. But you're hey, on the hey. J. King Network more than you're on yours. I know. Hey, Actually, does, does anything... Attending J. King's this show, does that help you with your show at all? 
Oh, absolutely. Every day. Every day. That's why I told Jay King, no matter how much we get into an argument, I love this show. This show is done. What is it that is I mean, you're thinking? For me personally, <laughs> this show has, I'm sorry, he's the daddy of what? He's the daddy of your thinking. thinking. You said that. Really, that's funny. Hold on, Jay King. And, it's not hold on. Funny, are you it's sure? Are you sure that he you is? With wait, you wait. Are you sure? That, that, wait a minute, Jay King. Are you sure that he's the daddy of my thinking, Jay King? You're the daddy of my thinking. Why is it that we argue so much? I, I seem to disagree with you quite often. You're a horrible daddy. <laughs> no, it's correction. That's what a father must do. He must no, correct. No, no, no. That's funny. Because I'm the only child, if he's the daddy of my thinking, I'm the only child he has to keep punishing on punishment with the mute button. I'm the only one who doesn't abide. He's so much the daddy of my thinking, he disagrees with me every day. Everybody gets (laughs) muted. You're not the only one getting muted. No, No, what I said was, the daddy of my thinking, and I'm never thinking what you think. And you haven't been muted at all today. No, what I'm saying is, is that That's you're true. the daddy of my thinking, yeah. but I'm always thinking wrong. So how could you be the daddy of my thinking? Right I'm always now. thinking the wrong thing. He's out thinking you right now. You don't know how to word it right. Wait, I'm yeah, sorry. Hold on. I apologize. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I'm getting your praise mixed up with dick sucking. Which one is it? Are you praising <laughs> him or dick sucking? Tell me which one. Well, I'm just witnessing facts myself. Sounds like dick sucking. I'm not sure. Sounds like a lot of dick sucking. A lot of man on man sucking. Well, what I, what I witness is your ammunition for Jen and Marie to attack her father. You're 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 uh, uh, you're here just fucking up the show. You're the devil. Okay. Number one. Are you still sucking? You don't you don't appreciate you don't appreciate uh, Keone. You know Let me ask. and all that he's well, done. Listen, you. you need to stop selling me. Stop selling me faulty product. Okay, I come to you to sell me good Negroes, and you, you keep screwing up. Okay, I need. <laughs> um, when you get a certain age, every teenager has disputes with their parents, is what Mr. Elliot said. Um, let me just say this: um, Reese is a black guy. Okay. Reese is a black guy, so I don't want people thinking that this is some white dude. Um, Said, Why you don't know. you want them thinking that? They should be well, talking because, about the niggas. Because then they would think that I'm letting that I'm just letting some white cat come over here and uh and oh, run a month. Because that's important to you? Yeah, it's very yeah, beautiful, it's baby. To, I don't know if it's good it's for important, people, It's important to me to inform the audience of who they're listening to. Yes, it yeah, is. It's okay, Jake. You don't have to inform anybody of who they're listening to. And that's Reese on the radio dot com, Reese on the radio The good part let me Jay, you always have to say Reese is white. Um, no, no, he's not white. Um, Tim, Tim, I, I always have to say he's not white. Um, Dave Smith said, I don't give three squirts of piss how he reacts. John, you either, for that matter. Oh, Dave, Dave, listen, I would have kept that little ditty a secret, my friend, because now tonight on the show, I'm going to call it Reese on the radio, Dave Smith's favorite talk show. And I'm going to say that every day for the for the rest of the week, if not next week. <laughs> John Beckman, and sometimes you your biggest you show up. And you can tune in. And you can tune in every week at 8 p.m., Dave Smith. 
5 p.m. Pacific to hear me say it. Good morning, Todd Williams. <laughs> but I understand it. I know that when white men sometimes when they when um, when they feel challenged to some degree or they feel threatened, um, they have to, um, you know, because white people really like being in control. It's, it, it's a natural thing. Um, no, I said I can. I can. Some of the I, I, I read your comments, um, John. I, I read your comments. I just don't say them because they don't add to the conversation. If they add to the conversation, I'll say them. If they don't, I won't. And just so that you guys know, John Beckman is a friend of mine. It doesn't mean that he doesn't um, that he doesn't have biases and and, and prejudices. The same as you, like Someone, everybody. You know, a lot of you guys. Same as me. Um, Jay, I think this is the longest you've let Reese talk without muting him. Um, no, he's talked longer before. It's just the conversation. The only time I really mute Reese is when Reese is just talking, 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 and nobody else can get in. Same with uh, with with Yusuf Kente. But when they're when they're having a, a dialogue, I love the dialogue. I just want to listen. Dave Smith said, "I listened to you once, Reese. I could have been wrong, but you proved me right in about ten minutes of listening." So, well, that means that you got you didn't get the full scope of the show. You only listened for ten minutes, but that's enough for me, Dave. I, listen, I appreciate you coming, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Even though I know you hate on me on a regular basis and we hate on each other, I genuinely mean this. Thank you for giving the show a shot. That means, dude, that's to me, it would be you getting to listen to my show for ten minutes. In my view, is moving a mountain. So it's a miracle just that the fact that you even watched. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for giving me a shot, even for 10 minutes. I mean that truthfully. I'm sincerely. I'm not bullshitting you. You serious? God. 100%. Damn. A thousand percent. Damn. What's wrong now, Fred? Did somebody take your sandwich? Then he doesn't figure to fucking break his voice makes my head so hurt. Oh, I thought. Oh, man. Who is that, Fred or Marcus? Fred. Fred. Fred, wait a minute. Hold on, Fred. Let me Mm -hmm. just say something to you, Fred. It wasn't me who sent you a friend request. You sent me a friend request. I thought we was boys, you know? I thought that you and me were like a diabetes away from, like, brotherhood, you know? But apparently not. Okay, I don't know what happened. Seriously, I had things I was going to do for Christmas. See, now we've been bossing over. (laughs) We've been bossing over. Stupid.
get to do five or six songs each because we play about 35 minutes each which is about two hours and 20 minutes worth of music and I um, I think I'm going to do that song I think I'm going to add that as one of the songs seems like you, you, might Brian, hey, King. You, you you might not get off the stage Jay <laughs> no, <I'm> a... <laughs> and this you Professor Keone one 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 yeah, you're speaking with Donald Grammer. Wow, <laughs> Donald Grammer. Good morning. 
Donald Grammer. Where have you, you been? You have a hit. As a music you connoisseur, like you have a hit. Oh, my God. <laughs> As a music connoisseur. Nigga, what happened to your phone? Nigga, did they fix it? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, Donald Grammer, Donald, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> I mean, I was sitting here listening to you, and that caught my attention, that you have a hit record. That's a hit. Well, thank you, Donald Grammer. And when it comes out, it, it comes out in March of 24. Uh, it's going to coincide with dates that myself, Joe Levy, um, Lucky Witherspoon and Sean Rayford are doing together. We're gonna we're gonna do between eight and twelve dates and uh twenty twenty four together, starting in Sacramento and March on March thirtieth. And then we'll be in San Diego, which uh, is gonna be a beautiful a place. And then we're gonna play this beautiful um uh this beautiful theater in Oxnard at a college in Oxnard. And uh and then we'll be in the Bay Area and we're just looking for the right venues. We don't want to. We don't want a venue more than 500 seats, because we'd rather sell a smaller venue out, and um, and and make it nice for the people that are coming to see us. So, and then well, then we'll we'll start we'll start branching out, trying to get to other parts of the country. But we know we have to build at home first, build a reputation of being able to sell tickets. And then what happens is promoters from other parts of the country that have that have audiences will will you know, will partner with us and, you know so yeah. But Donald Grammer is a connoisseur of music. We also call Donald Grammer the ruiner uh, because of his sexual exploits. I've heard like a lot voice. of Sound like his voice has changed though. He sounds a little sweet now. Okay, okay, okay. I've heard a lot of music. Yes. I think I know why God named him Donald Grammer. Why? I think I finally figured it out. Because after he taps that ass, some chicks can't speak right. They only use all sense of grammar. (laughs) I've heard a lot of music. Sacramento to see the show live. 
that would be fantastic. So you have um, I'm a, I don't. I've always so you need supported, to give me your I've number. Always you supported to... your music. I know. I've and always that's supported... why I'm gonna support you. <laughs> and so, yeah. so that's what I want you to do, Donald, you, I love it. Donald, you have you have my email address, right? <laughs> no, I don't. J A J A Y K I N G, the number sixty two at gmail dot com. Um, email me your phone number. Ali, why, Ali, why are you laughing, Ali? Good morning. Make sure, you don't, make, make sure Donald don't say fantastic again. <laughs> well, Pinocchio is Ali, jealous. So that's why he's laughing. Ali, Pinocchio is jealous. You yeah. get mean for nothing. Uh, John Beckman <laughs> said, "Why? Wait, why are we hammer and not us?" John Beckman. Uh, Oh my goodness. <laughs> because because you make it Damn. you fuck it up for yourself. You fuck it up for yourself. That's why. And because you 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 can afford you can afford it. I know who your wife is. I know who I know why you in good financial shape. I know I know who keep you straight. Donald Grammer is the ruiner. He's everybody he put that two foot thing on, he didn't Blew up their back. They can't even help. <laughs> that was back in the days. <laughs> Damn it. Those were the days. So you said that's J A Y K I N G 62 at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. Good morning, Reggie. My cousin Reginald Brumfield, Reggie Brumfield, just called. One of Bilal's finest. So, Donald Grandma, I've got to ask a question. I mean, if, if we are indeed talking about two-footers, so when you were ruining them, was there any chance that you were, like, cooking breakfast in the next room at the same time? You know, you never try. <laughs> I've done a lot. And not enough. Uh, 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 Professor Keone said, because... John Beckman is a horrible drunk. That's why Beckman. Um, I, so I want to, before we get out of here, we only have about 15 minutes, but before we get out of here, I do want to, um, I do want to discuss uh, what's happening in Russia. And, um, and I'm going to, and I want your take on this, Reese. Okay. Vladimir Putin's dead body allegedly kept in freezer at lavish Woodland Palace. Vladimir Putin's dead body is allegedly being kept inside the freezer of his luxurious Woodland mansion in central Russia. And a concerning development to come weeks after a Russian telegram channel reported that Putin, 71, passed away on October 25th and was replaced by a body double. Sources familiar with the matter claimed that the real Russian leader's body is being kept inside the freezer of his palace. Also surprising was a recent report that exposed Putin's Golden Valdi Palace located between Moscow and St. Petersburg and all the luxuries that the property provides. According to Daily Star, Putin lived in the mansion with his suspected lover, Alina Kabave, 
and their, and their alleged children. The sprawling property is situated within Valde National Park, and access to the area was reportedly closed off after a Russian media outlet published a report on the property. Authorities said that the area was closed off due to worsening ecological conditions. Located about the same distance from Putin and Kabovall's house is a huge spa complex with a, solar, with a solarium, a cryo chamber, a 25-meter swimming pool, a hammam, a sauna, a mudroom, massage bath, cosmetology and dentistry areas, said the Russian media outlet. There were also said to be a full go-kart track on the property, a children's playground, and numerous residences for the, Ru- for Russians, for the Russian leaders' guards. As front-page detectives previously reported, the claims that Putin's dead body is being kept inside a freezer at the Russian leader's palace came days after General SVR said that Putin passed away on October 25th. Putin's rumored death came after he suffered a heart attack on October 22nd, and the Kremlin reportedly scrambled to organize a succession plan after his purported passing. Do you believe that this is so? Good morning, Mona. Of course. No, 100% Good morning, Larry Lama. It's about as true, huh? it's about as, true as Elvis is still alive. So why do you think he hasn't showed, why he hasn't said anything? Good morning, Black Luminary. Well, the interesting part of that is, you know, this was the same thing that was said last year about Kim Kim Jong-un. They said that he hadn't been seen in weeks, and then he had been replaced by his sister. And then, of course, he emerged, and everybody forgets that the story was ever reported. He probably just had Okay, so now if if you find out that this is true, what would you say at that point? I said, okay, I was wrong, and he's dead. But he's not. So, you know, we, we wait until he's confirmed dead. Then we move on. How does this, listen, what was the outlet that reported this? Oh, my God, that is video. <laughs> what, what outlet reported this? Now, I put his dumb ass on mute because I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but playing footsies in the middle of Kings in the morning ain't going to work. Now, he know how much, now, I done left this whole mic open. This motherfucker decided he wants to, oh, my God, I, I, I'm going to turn all the way white right now in the middle of the show. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, Jay, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> so um, Greg Shine said, that sounds like it's true. Christy Graham said, I'd be celebrating and would pop my apple cider bottle. So you would be celebrating, man. You guys are y'all cold. <laughs> oh, by the wow. way, go fuck yourself in that comment. Um, <laughs> well, Reese, you um, you know, you got a whole yeah, thing going back to you know, in the middle of the show. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. It's, it's the, the opinions so of those people talking stuff. Yeah. Um, ask Trump if he claims to have the um, – ask Trump. He, Trump, he claims to have direct uh, access. People die all the time, even when they appear healthy. It could be true. Um, Donald Trump is going to uh, – let me call Donald Trump. Uh, three, three, hello. Uh, 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 president, former President Trump, how are you? Hello, Jay. It's me. It's Donald. I, I, know, I know it's you. That's why I said 
Hello, former president. How are you? And that's why I said it's me. It's Donald. Because I'm not the former president. I'm still the president. Everyone knows I'm still president. Sleepy Joe knows I'm still president. America knows I'm still president. And I'm going to be president for a third time. And everyone knows it. <laughs> well, Donald, you can't be president. You can't be president three times. You can only be president twice. You're absolutely right. This third time is going to be a charm. I'm going to be king. I'm going to be King Donald. Everyone knows it. Everyone wants it. Reese wants it. I'm going to make. I'm going. I'm going to give Reese a very high profile in in my cabinet because of how smart he is. You know he wants to afford him, right? I, um, President Trump. Um, um, Reese didn't go to Fordham. Oh yes, he did. I know he went to Florida. I read his Wikipedia, and I'm smart. I'm super smart. Everyone knows how smart I am. Uh, okay, so the, the reason why I'm, um, I'm the reason why I called you is I wanted to know if uh, if Putin is dead because uh, they're saying that they're reporting that he's dead. Well, let me tell you why. Of course, he's not dead, but he's dead to America right now. He doesn't want to talk to anyone. He doesn't want to talk to anyone until <laughs> I'm back as king. But you, you can't, you're not going to be elected king if you want to be president. I know what it would start off. It would start off as president, but then I would turn into king, King Donald, <laughs> King Trump. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why this is going to happen. As you says, Kente, so eloquently said on this show, Everything is falling. He didn't say everything is falling. He said Babylon. I know what he, he, he babbles on that everything is falling. I know exactly what he's saying. And everything is falling. And when it comes back up, you know what they say about the steam? Steam rises to the top. No, no, Donald Trump. That's cream rises to the top. So the steam goes. Have you ever seen have you ever seen something get hot? And what does steam do? It goes to the top. I'm smarter than you think I am, J. King. First of all, let me just say this. This show sucks, okay? You're not a good show host. You need to learn from Reese on the radio how to do a show, okay? And I'm gonna tell you something. As soon as I'm king again, you're fired. Uh, uh, Donald Trump, you've never been you've never been king. Oh yes, I have. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. No, you have. Yes, I have. No, you. Yes, I have. I'm and I'm la 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 la. I'm king. I'm king. I'm king. And you can ask Reese. Reese Hopkins. Am I king or am I not king? Ah, uh, crazy.
do you believe they have a body double for Putin? No. You know, I got to be honest with you. Um, when, you know, when you start looking at those types of countries and how, um, and how when a leader leaves, how, how it can destabilize it so quickly, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, um, do, do you think they have would, a body double would, for Biden? I was going to say, I wouldn't be surprised if they had one for, for Biden. Um, but, you know, but then he'd have to have dementia <laughs> to, to match up. I, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what, um, I don't know what this game is. I just know it's a game and it's interesting. And, and you got to, and, and in the course of the game, you have to try to, uh, Protect yourself and your mind as much as possible because there's so much mind fucking going on out here from between television and agendas. And uh, John Beckman said, usually when a Russian leader dies, the media says he has a cold. Greg Shine says there are body doubles for all important dignitaries. Yeah, J. King, you got a body double too. <laughs> oh my God! Well, the reason why I know that's not true is because I'm not an important dignitary. Oh, Mondays are you white? <laughs> this ain't Monday. I no, I'm seeing how you changed from Monday to today. I, I believe you a body double. I mean, we got J King sixty two and J King. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know when I'm white because I sound a little like this. Some people call it getting <laughs> Maxwell Smart. <laughs> yeah. Buckle up my sleeves. <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, we got about four minutes left. Um, uh, are you guys doing the third hour of power? Um, John Beckman said, not knowing Fred, Jay, could he be your body double if you needed one? Thanks. <laughs> wow. Damn. Why are you shooting at Fred? What has Fred done to you? And now I'm going to let, I'm going to turn Fred loose and let him tear off in your Actually, um, I'd like to answer that question appropriately. Uh, John, uh, Fred could not be Jay King's body double. But he could be double Jay's body. Wow. <laughs> Damn. That's, nice. That's some cornball shit. These motherfucking Oreo. corny motherfuckers. Oreo. Oreo. You would know. High fructose corn syrup carrying motherfuckers. All right, he said he was yellow just number five. You yellow number five eating. All right, you guys. I have to get ready. Uh, I, I, I gotta. Meet, I have to start driving at ten ten twenty to make it to my destination. I speak today to African American small businesses, um, and and I got. I still got to write that, what I'm going to say. I haven't because I don't like getting up there. But uh, 
but this is how I am going to start. Good afternoon. I'm honored to be here with you today. I want to thank Rich Wallace, president of the Southern California Black Chamber of Commerce, for inviting me. And thank you for allowing me to to have a few minutes to address you as small business owners, leaders, decision makers, and change agents as it relates to our business community. As president of the California Black Chamber of Commerce, I'm committed to small businesses in the state of California with a special emphasis on black businesses because of the systemic racism, bigotries, prejudices, and biases that have terrorized our communities and businesses in this country since our beginnings here. We cannot downplay or overlook the damage that has been exacted against the infrastructure of our business and our community of our businesses and our community as a whole. We cannot pretend like yesterday doesn't have an adverse effect on us today, and we cannot ignore the fact that our country wants us to forget about its criminal past towards African Americans in this country simply because of the color of our skin. That's where I am so far. Thank you. So I'm everybody. going to talk about I'm going to talk about those things, and then I'm going to talk about our how we have to change too. That we have to address these things. We have to know these things existed. We have to know our history, but we also have to know control our destiny. That we have more power than we ever exercise in and of ourselves. And so that's what my message is going to be today. My name is Jay King with Lynn Tolliver, Johnny Graham Cracker Davis, Yusef Kente, Brother Reverend Ali, Simi Braxton, Reese on the radio, um, Mushroom Fred, Dr. Dre with the high top fade, um, um, Mary Hopkins, Snitchy Smurf, Potter, uh, and Donald Grammer telling you to get busy living because you're going to have enough time dying. We'll see you guys tomorrow, same bad time, same bad station. Um, if you want to listen to the third hour of power, go to thejkingnetwork.com, sign up, and you can listen on your computer. Or you can call 515-605-9376, That was a great body double speech, J. King. Thank you so much.
Yusuf, breaker, breaker. He may be at work. We're going to have to quit his job. How are you do doing not confuse, uh, Do not confuse his employee with the unemployment line. That is not a job. Can we? Um, <laughs> I can't speak to whom you're speaking about without calling him a different name. I'm going to do that. I just need, to, I need a moment. But I'll say this. He has a legitimate job. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I know some people in the United States think, you know, loafing around and bumming is a career. And you should see some of the people <laughs> I see at the intersection every every day. I don't think he has a cardboard sign, King Reese. However, I think um, actually there, there are some cities that are actually telling the panhandlers to pay a tax on their careers. That wow. would be some shit. <laughs> oh no, that's real. You know, hey, the government wants their cut. A, pan, but a panhandler tax? Because panhandler is supposed to be illegal, isn't it? No, in, that's right. In order to make it legal, now there are actually there are some cities that are going to require that you fill out a 1099 to panhandle legally on the street. And that means that you're going to have to, one, get a permit, and two, pay a tax. I was going to say, if you have to get, do that, then you should have to get a permit. That's some shit, well, yeah. Wow. You can't just get you, – don't forget, you know, this is called charitable giving, right? A certain amount of money. If you give a certain amount of money to someone, you have to pay taxes on the money that you give pay someone as a gift. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, how would they track when it's probably it's called, a it's called your It's called your bank. It's called your bank account. Now, I don't want to get into politics because I know Fred hates that. But the, the recent the recent issue with um, James Biden, uh, they have the congressional oversight got a check for two hundred thousand dollars that James Biden paid to Joe, and on the on the check it says that it was paying back a loan. So they want to find out one where did that loan money come from? They believe it came from a foreign entity, but they also want to know whether or not Joe Biden paid taxes on receiving that two hundred thousand dollars because. You have to pay taxes. The brother has to pay, pay taxes if he got $200,000 from his brother as a loan, but he also has to pay taxes on giving it back. Giving it, yeah, absolutely. Right. But the check is the paper trail that triggers that. Um, in That's the panhandlers, in the Thank, thank you. In the panhandlers' um, circumstance, isn't that primarily a cash um, lucrative? Right. So there's a degree of honesty that has to be that has to be held there, yeah, right? Yeah, so it's like saying be, how much money you honest. actually made, right? Yeah, right. So which is why I think, which is you, you right now are exposing why it's a stupid proposition in the first place, because here's a person who is off the grid, not paying taxes, who you're now <laughs> telling to self to self report, right? <laughs> self reporting. Most people don't. And again. What would you say to a corporate organization that wasn't reporting all the money that they made? You would call them greedy. But a homeless person who wasn't reporting all the money that he was getting from panhandling, what would you call him? Smart. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, Reed, it's funny when I said that that I was walking. 
Thank you, man. I was walking past my wife. My wife said the same thing. She said, smart. Just when you guys said smart, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what Trump does? Thank you. Who was that who said he liked the show? Was that Dre? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, sir. I mean, like I said, I, I meant that honestly when I said about Dave Smith. Listen, your people look. I'm a curious type person, you know, the stuff that I say can be pissing people off, but everybody sort of has this curiosity. It's like, what does he talk about on his show? So people check it out. The best part about it is, is that I knew Dave checked out the show anyway. Well, you have I to. Paid for gonna, it. Yeah. I think if you're going to yeah, shit I, on it, you have to at least watch it before you shit on it. Yeah. Right. But I have an algorithm that tells every place that watches my show. Right. So his his hometown came up or his town came up and that was when I knew I was just like so one day when I actually thought I actually mentioned him on the air but now I'm definitely going to say Dave Smith's favorite <laughs> talk show because <laughs> I want him to hear me say it <laughs> that would be funny Bray why did you go out for me earlier man he got you confused with King Potter he thought you were Potter I think no, I didn't. I was just fucking waiting. I, I just, just, oh, okay. And I laughed until the show. I mean, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't take offense to it or anything. I just thought, I'm like, damn, why are you going off on me? That was, I mean, you know, it is a show. Why am I going off on you? Uh, you, you got the high top fade? <laughs> you the high top fade. Right. Or word up, a.k.a. word up. Right. I'm getting familiar. I'm getting familiar with folks. Nicole, when you now, hear men talking, shut your ass up. You always burden out shit. The fuck up. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get to the reef so I can fuck <laughs> around with him, but I can't. I'm, no, hold I'm on. I heard, Kente is, I heard Yusuf Kente is back. Uh, did you get your number for the unemployment office? What number are you? Are you J24 or J25? Yeah. <laughs> He said you stand on the corner with a sign that says uh, Pizza Hut, Now Hiring, all kind of shit. Why would I do that, yeah. When I call most of the time, I'm at work. Yeah, I'm teasing you. The dude, it, you know I'm literally tongue-in-cheek here. He said, God damn it, you, 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 you save Thanks, a little Papa. cans, you the motherfucking... Garlic on the side of the road. He's talked about you I like live a in his head, dog, Fred. Man. Fred, I live in his head, Fred. I live you in said Kente? You said Kente? You indeed, indeed you ass. do. Every Get day. Ass, you every day. Uh, I've been waiting on you, every dog. Every day. You said Kente? Every day I think about what you're doing and what you're thinking. Every day. You are always at the top of my mind. I'm, I'm often Make wondering sure you about have a lighter, Reese. Make sure you have a lighter because you're going to need it there. <laughs> I, I always think about what you're doing, whether or not you, whether or not you're in good health, whether or not you're happy and healthy. I worry about whether or not you've lost another brain cell after smoking copious amounts of marijuana. I concern myself with you regularly. <laughs> well, it's getting the country rich. It's getting the country rich smoking all this marijuana. It may make it may Rick James rich with Mary Jane. It made Cypress Hill. It made it got Cypress Hill a Grammy talking about marijuana so much. So what's wrong? It, it, and, and of course you have various presidents that, that deal with it. Yeah. I want you to know this. I know. I know exactly what you feel like when you have people thinking about you and you being on the top of mind all the time. It happens to me all the time. People are running around wondering what I'm doing and what I'm thinking and how I came to those conclusions. It's, sometimes it's tough. 
Now, I wonder how I keep it all together. <laughs> Listen to that, Snitchy Poo. What the fuck are you yeah, laughing at? Yeah, that damn instigating uh, uh, napkin. Uh, My wife said it's hard being brilliant. Motherfucker just sniggling. Snitchy, snitch. Can't even stand to your words. I have addressed Baba. you. I have addressed just you all, all morning. All morning. I've said, I've, the, I've said it all morning. Her defense, she did try to save you when Reese was saying disparaging things about you. Well, I, I don't accept it. She's doing what she's supposed to do. She's doing what she's supposed to do. That's why it's difficult to call you Baba, Baba. However, I am well, keeping I my word. It's difficult to call me, but you do. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, I mean, call, call me you as time. in. You text me. Say your name. That's what you I. Gonna, you gonna get in trouble, girl. You better stop. All right. <laughs> Thank you, King Dre. <laughs> <laughs> That big girl is not going to quit. <laughs> no every damn thing. She going to get it off the internet. Mm-hmm. King Fred, I I took yeah. up for you as well, sir. <laughs> yeah, I stay in trouble. I don't give a shit. I've gotten over it. But I'm going to try to figure out how to get Reese in court with me. I want that motherfucker to go. I want him to be a witness. Or something in my defense, because that motherfucker boy, he can show, throw up smoke screens and shadows and use them fancy words. <laughs> that motherfucker good. That's funny. Is that New okay, York well, mayor? Did they think find any more like, information on him about his? No, we're actually following that. Money? I've got, I've, I've got two sources actually who are on that case. Um. So according to the information that they had, that there was some sort of pay-to-play deal with a Turkish businessman to get certain contracts in the state of New, in the city of New York, uh, and they confiscated his um, uh, Eric Adams, the mayor. They confiscated his uh, cell phones, two cell phones, and his uh, iPad. And according to a leak that came from the Justice Department, uh, there they believe that there are some incriminating text messages about it that dealing. So that's what they're waiting to either discover. Uh, Eric Adams is being a little sheepish. He's not even, you know how when Donald Trump got charged, he was on television every day screaming and hollering about how he was innocent. Even Bob Menendez about the Egypt deal was on television giving a press conference. That's because Donald Donald Trump is is an arrogant egotist narcissist. So no matter how he's was bringing up the Bob. I was yeah, bringing up he, the Bob Menendez he, thing. The, the Bob Menendez thing is that usually when people have this levity against them, they do a press conference to deny the charges. Eric Adams, on the other hand, is being quite sheepish. He did that's do uh, J. King, That's J. King's body double. The other, the other J left already. He did do a press conference, um, and he did deny the charges, and he said he's cooperating fully. So, so he well, yeah, he, yeah, that wasn't a press conference. That was, that was, yeah, it was, it was a question during a press conference. He didn't do a press conference about it. I, I know the audio. I, I actually played it. Why is it? Why is it all these government officials who are not leaders selling all this? Want to sell all this land to all these 
various international people, but don't want to give the atonement for black people when they ask for land in this country. Because politics politics don't pay. Politics doesn't pay. And it's only a means to enrich themselves. You know, we look at Connecticut Senator Chris Murphy. Chris Murphy, when he got into Congress over 20 years ago, his family was broke. Yeah, his family was broke, Chris Murphy, when he got into office. He was, in fact, he was in default on plenty home, on his home. Now it's like 16 years later, and he owns three homes. Bernie Sanders is another example. You know, here's a guy who's screaming Democratic Socialism, and he owns three homes, two of them worth more than a million dollars. Politics is a wealthy game. Man, with this Democratic convention coming up, there's so much records going on. That's what I'm setting up for up over here. And you already got people that's, you know, different kind of people with cars that got graffiti all over it stating, you know, all these sayings of wise men you know, in protest of what's going on. So it seems like everything promotes a protest now, you know, and it all leads to just like the uh, protest that's going on at uh, various colleges, it all leads to and at the other Democratic part uh, uh, committee meetings or not committee, Democratic uh, DNC conferences, uh all this ruckus that's going on, and it all leads to the Palestine issue, no matter what the protest is. It's like, it's like they're not only protesting because it's a Democratic uh, conference going on, but the Democrat, they're, they're protesting in their stance for what the Democrats are doing and how they stand towards the Palestinian issue. The Palestinian issue is the main issue of the day, no matter what. I think the, yeah, but the leaders of the leaders of both the leaders of both parties think the same on this thing. Just about, to be quite honest. America is is giving money and feeding people, giving money for weapons to kill the very same people that they're giving funds to feed. They're opening up passages to let go or free some of the Palestinians and feed them. Yet at the same time, they're giving bombs to the very ones that's bombing them, that's making them flee. What? Well, who, actually, who made that song talking out the side of your neck? Was that cameo? Well, actually, the interesting part about that is, is that, you know, if you if you caught the press conference of Joe Biden weeks after uh, the Israeli uh, defense uh, force went into Gaza. The first thing he said was is that he was committing $100 million to the Palestinian people. Now, he was immediately criticized for this. Yeah, he, he was immediately criticized for that because of one solitary reason. There is no Palestinian people. It is only Hamas. They are the government, right? They, they run Gaza, right? So if you give the money to anyone, you have to give it. Like, no, who are you giving it no. to the Palestinian authority? No. Well, tell me who you're giving it Listen, to. Tell me who you're giving it to. No, no, no. No, I, I understand what you're saying about they're not who to give it to, but when you said there are no Palestinian people. No, no, no. There's no Palestinian people to give it to unless you're handing it out to each individual. 
You're giving it, what, what does the State Department, when the State Department hands over a check for $100 million, who do they hand the check over to? The Palestinian people? Or do they hand it out to the Palestinian government? The Palestinian government is Hamas. They're duly elected people. They are democratically elected. So the money goes to them. All of the aid that comes well, from the UN goes to Well, well, well oh, hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead, you say. Well, the, the thing is, the controversy is, what if you, at the end game, the end result, okay, now Hamas is gone, who is going to be the government? So if that $100 billion that goes to the Palestinian government, you'll actually be giving it to the Israelis. Because the controversy no, actually is not true. going to occupy, because the controversy is Israel going to be the muscle and, and over Palestine. Yes, well, I will That's say this, because, the, no, no, hold on. That has been asked. The Israeli prime minister, the Israeli president, they have all been asked, does this mean that after the war is taken over, the two will then control Gaza? Both of them have said, and, and I don't want to take them at their word. I'm just repeating what they said. They have no interest in taking over Gaza. What they want to do is get rid of Hamas and then let the Palestinian people sort out who is going to be their government. But do not choose Hamas. Well, they, do not choose the, the Muslim Brotherhood. Well, didn't they say that they were going to be there indefinitely? They, I know that that word came up when they were talking about. Well, they have to be there indefinitely what? because because there's a there's a huge because argument. The money will be coming in, and they got to collect. No, no, no. The huge listen. The huge argument is um, Potter, and you have to consider this, right? We're looking at a Palestinian people who have duly elected Muslim fundamentalists to be their, to be their politicians, right, to, to be their leaders, right? They represent them. That, they are part of the Muslim Brotherhood. A lot of, a lot of people, I'm sorry? Palestinians have been saying even before then, they were like, most people don't even like Hamas. I mean, there's been well, many Palestinians that come out and said and at the that same they time, don't even got most Israeli citizens that don't even. But how like did they Israeli listen? But how did Hamas yeah, here, come to power? Well, how did Hamas because, come into power? Because they were funded. We funded, but that's a whole right. other story. Right. That, right. That, that's a whole right. other story. The dynamic, that's, the dynamic that's really and going on that's not gonna is go that the underlying Palestinian and the underlying Israelis are really liking each other and turning against both governments. Yeah, but see, again, the question remains, the question remains, if Palestine chooses peace, right, which is what Israelis want. They want peace so that Palestine can have their own state and so that Israel can remain free. Right? You motherfuckers are crazy, man. How you motherfuckers know what's going on somewhere? Y'all don't even know what the fuck is going on right here in the U.S., nigga. So how are we going to take anything you say? where are you? Where are you at? Nigga, I ain't talking about all that shit like you motherfuckers. Did you niggas act like you from Palestine or you from Israel? Nigga, you ain't none of that. You don't know what the fuck is going on, nigga. Ali, why are you disrupting the course? Nigga, tell me what's going on in the U.S. Nigga, what's going on in the U.S. Let's do local government. Let's do local. Okay. Tell me what's yeah, okay. going on in the USA. Ali, Ali why are you disrupting? Tell me what's going on in the USA, Rick. I told you what the fuck is going on over here. What the fuck is going on over Nigga, here? you ain't said shit, Hollywood. nigga. The only thing you said about what's going on over here in the USA, nigga, is you smoking a weed, nigga. That's the only thing you know about the USA is it's weed, nigga. That's it. Oh, motherfucker, shut the fuck up, you idiot. You imbecile. Uh, you ass, nigga. Uh, I'll put your punk ass on. Now, now, now. 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 Now, now, now.
You Pinocchio with a long nose, ass licking imbecile. You wouldn't. You wouldn't be so. You wouldn't Woody Woodpecker. That's what you are. You all kind. You wouldn't. You chopsticks. You ain't nothing but some chopsticks. You see, when you ask him what's going on in the USA, he can't talk. He start talking shit because he's stupid. You bitch ass. I talk about what's going on in the USA. You bitch ass. So you use this. Hey, hey, so you hey, took this opportunity thanks, to, to disrupt the whole conversation. Yeah, because oh, yeah. Jay don't have his puppet strings. That's because you motherfuckers don't know what you're talking about. Pinocchio on the loose. Well, why don't you chime into a conversation then, Ali? And say something about if you know what's going on. Okay. Motherfucker, you stupid ass. I didn't say I knew what was going on. I said, you motherfuckers don't know shit. And talk about the USA where you're supposed to be from, because well, you don't know shit so about that either. Well, what is the USA? You said Egypt don't exist. You said Israel don't. Why does the USA exist? How the fuck you sound retarded? You told us the other day, he, Israel don't exist, but yet you, you, you recognize huh? the existence nah, nah, of the US. My hands are retarded, motherfuckers. It's all right. Hey, Reed. Hey, Reed. One, one thing is clear mm-hmm. from all of this. I think there's one thing that's clear. There are no more statesmen in the U.S. We don't have there statesmen are no more anymore. State? Please explain. Statesmen. statesmen. Oh. Do you know what that is? I don't know. Well, when you say statesmen, you're going to be a little. He's talking about big. Thomas Jefferson, motherfucker. Benjamin Franklin. No, 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 no. I'm talking about people on the world stage who can go into, who can see a conflict and go in and use their power of persuasion. Oh, you mean like their just, yeah. as a leader, when he as a leader with just, just well, to persuade the, the, both sides? Uh, well, he, you give a good point. There's a guy who used to be, there's a guy who used to be the governor of New Mexico. Uh, his name is Bill Richardson. He's also Native American, and he was a he was a um, he was a diplomat under the um, sorry the Clinton administration. Uh, 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 he was an ambassador to I can't remember where, but he was a UN ambassador to some degree. Um, but Bill Richardson he just died a couple of days ago. A couple of, sorry earlier this year sorry he died. Um, and uh, he was one of those guys that used to travel even after he was out of his political job. He was often used, uh, even in the Obama administration, to travel across the, the country to negotiate the freeing of hostages. He was very instrumental in that. Um, and you're right, we don't have people like that today. Um, just recently, we just had Jesse Jackson was another one. I remember that. It was um, in, in fact, Bill Clinton was one of the statesmen uh, during the Obama administration. You might remember he went all the way to, um, no, that was during the George W. Bush administration. He went to South Korea, uh, and he, ha- he was forced to take a picture with Kim Jong-il uh, in order to get hostages freed uh, because it was a propaganda photo. So Kim Jong-il had looked like he brought the might of the United States to its knees by taking that photo with Bill Clinton. So yeah, there were people. There's, there's United to, Nations. There's no. The there, United there are Nations no wise told men. both of them to stop, and and Israel and America said no. We're gonna continue. You had everybody under that body, under that house, to vote on ending that conflict 
and the only one that turned against it was America and Israel. So what, what more statesmen do you need for, than the powers of the world, the, the leader of the G7, saying they're not going to stop? So if you have them and the one, the perpetrators, saying they're not going to stop, and then the one where the united body, it's in the United States. The United well, Nations that, body Yusuf, was founded that, by the United States. Stupid. Yeah, Yusuf, but that's what I'm saying. There's no, there's no statesman in the U.S. The U.S. has no statesman. They have no wise council. Well, they have well no it wise used men. to be Jimmy and Carter. Leader, Remember Jimmy Carter yeah. uh, lobbied out, yeah. uh, hammered out a deal with uh, Sadat. Sadat and and, uh, and then Sadat got killed, you know, because of that, you know. So, you know, you you got the United you got the United Nations who said let's cut this shit out, and they both said no. So nobody can't stop this, but them. They gotta want to stop it, and it gotta happen. The point is, it has to happen. That's why Jesus Christ Himself said, "Don't be alarmed." He said, "There's going to be wars." And rumors of wars. Don't be mad about this shit. They gotta kill each other. They fighting in his land. Canaan. So you don't want to talk about that. Of course Ali don't, because it goes beyond his San Diego LA boundary. The circumference of his thinking. You three hundred and ten degree thinking motherfucker. Um. That lacks like um, Bob and Well, I don't need you coming in behind what the fuck I just said. Please don't. (laughs) Don't need any kind of punctuation there. Please. You ruin everything. You're worse than Donald Grabber the Ruiner. You ruined my grandma. Thanks, Baba. Oh, I see. (laughs) We we all heard that. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. What the fuck are you doing here, anyway? I don't want none. I don't want none. It's like work today, King Fred. There is a gentleman, Marvin Guy, here in Colleen. Well, he was arrested here in Colleen, Texas. He's He's been in jail for nine years. Uh... Due to a situation, you know, that knock before uh, it was doing a drug bust, and he shot the police. Uh, Then the civil rights leaders are getting involved in saying that he's not, there's a law that says that you have to be brought to trial or charged within a certain amount of time. And they're saying that if it was a white man, that he would have been charged. Uh, Snickapoo, do you think you could pull that up for me? Well, I would love to, King Fred. Uh, What is the gentleman's name again, please? It's Melvin, Marvin Guy. Hold on, let me see. I think I have it here. Uh, Marvin Guy, Colleen, Texas trial. Yeah. You're supposed to say Snitchy Poo since you're here to accommodate us all, like you said you would. 
and you're good. Three yeah, we four way. Three way, four way. Well, thank you for that you insight, know, Baba. Thank you so much. Oh, and talking yeah. out the side of your you neck, know, by the way, Baba, that is cameo. The there you go. Back, I said cameo, what, fool. Uh, Yusuf was saying, you know, we have so many different things going on right here in the United States, right around the corner, and it seems like we get – I just hear so much about what's going on all over the world and the things that are the atrocities that are happening right now today, right here around us on a constant basis, the homelessness. You know, and we don't, we, we would rather take it. Uh-oh, somebody said, fuck me. That's Jay who oh. turned me off. Um, Jay no, I, we can you? still hear you. No, no. He's driving. I, I think um, that's someone's alert. Okay. So yeah. But I did pull up. That was my, my thing, my phone ringing. Don't worry about it. Okay. okay. No worries. So here's what I found for November 13, 2023, from the kdhnews.com. It says, jewelry in Marvin Guy Capital murder case. Here's from defendant's girlfriend. But I don't know if this is giving you the full summary that you're looking for, but this is um, one of the recent articles that pulled up. Would you like for me to read this one or continue looking? Sure, sure. For you a, can continue. Well, I think this will uh, get the conversation going. This will do. All right. So it says here, Belton, the second week of a capital murder trial began much the same as the first week with testimony from a police officer, but the next person to take this hand was a defendant's girlfriend who told the jury about waking up to the popping sounds of gunfire, also about being beaten by police while surrendering. Marvin Lewis Gay, 59, of Colleen, is accused of the shooting death of KPD SWAT team leader Charles Chuck Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie was a part of the SWAT team that was serving a no-knock narcotics warrant at Guy's Southwest Colleen residence on May 19th, what? On May 9th, 2014, excuse me. Guy allegedly opened fire and he is claiming self-defense. And Didwitty died on May 11th, 2014. Guy has been held in the Bell County Jail since May 10th, 2014 in lieu of bonds totaling $4 million. The jury began hearing evidence of the case on November 6th this year. As of noon, Monday, the jury has heard from 23 witnesses, including 17 police officers. I can barely remember, as quoted um, Shirley Whittington, now a 60-year-old woman who teaches disabled children. Back in 2011, she had only recently become a widow when she met Guy at a local gym, and the two began working out together. They began a romantic relationship that lasted a few years, but was coming to a close as of May 9th, 2014, according to her testimony on Monday. And I quote, we had a pretty decent relationship, she said. It was over, but we were still talking. I wanted to hear what he had to say, end quote. After talking and arguing until around midnight, Guy and Whittington went to their separate bedrooms. Whittington told the jury that when she woke up to the loud popping sound, she initially thought it was firecrackers. I fell out of bed, tripped over the fan, and went into the closet, Whittington said. I was calling on <laughs> Jesus because I knew, 
excuse me, because I didn't know what was going on. Woodington told the jury that the officers had ordered her to come out of the residence and that someone knocked her out as soon as she exited the front door. Photos shown in court depict her bloodied face and knees. I can barely remember. All I can remember is that night I got up, she said. An officer used excessive force, damaged my spine so that I have spinal surgery and fractured my neck and broke my ribs. My face was bruised. This, excuse me, that's what I remember after the commotion. They had me come out with my hands up, and I was in my nightgown. According to prior testimony from SWAT officers at the scene, Guy allegedly told them when he was surrendering that a woman's inside, that the woman inside had been shooting. Whittington also testified about having to move a large chair out of the way in order to exit from the front door of the apartment, and she said that it was the first time she had been, she had seen that chair in that position. The state has indicted, or excuse, good Lord, mm, I would say something, but I'm going to say something else. The state has indicated that the chair was a barricade meant to keep police out, but Whittington said that she thought it had been meant to keep her inside. I thought the chair was there, so I wouldn't leave, she said. When asked by the state prosecutor if she had seen Guy with a gun or any gun, she indicated that she had her own residence. I didn't probe Marvin's house or touch his stuff, she said. I just visit. Now, last paragraph. This is according to police testimony. Two handguns were located inside the front bedroom belonging to Guy, an empty 9-millimeter handgun and a 45 caliber handgun that was filled with 10 bullets. Detectives took photos of the 9-millimeter bullet casings on the bedroom floor, which was shown in court on Monday. End of article. Yeah, well, it, it's it's not saying what I got out of it when I read right. the not read the article. I I seen something on television this morning where the uh, gentleman had been in jail for nine years, and then I went back in my mind and I said I remembered that, and so where the black civil rights attorneys were getting involved with it, um, from what I understood was nobody's supposed to be held in jail for that long. Um, it looks like to me from what I from what I'm I'm understanding and I'm not gonna uh defend anybody in situations like this because I don't know. But this mm-hmm. gentleman was a drug dealer, all right? So they mm-hmm. went there and they just might have not caught him with the dope. So and then she's saying some other shit about um, kids blocking doors, and she know that he's selling dope and all that. So I don't know. It's mm. just bullshit. I just nothing that I want to get involved in. Spend too much time on fucking nonsense. But yeah, everybody uh, due process. That's that's the thing that I was trying to interject is due process, and it looked oh, like you know from. What I what from what I standpoint, everybody is is, is is entitled to due process, black, white, green, purple, what have you. Absolutely, but absolutely. Here, here in the state of Texas, sometimes drug dealer. Fred, you don't yeah. know shit about nothing but guns and drugs and shit. That's the only stories you come up with, nigga. 
I was thinking about actually some um, fucking coffee cake this morning or even some donuts, motherfucker. You look like a coffee <laughs> cake, nigga. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, how about this? Colfax Man uh, sets Guinness World Record for largest pencil collection. Would you like to hear more about that? Oh, my God. Fuck! Let's talk about Palestinians eating each other then, motherfucker, and chopping oh, off well, baby heads. Y'all like that? Shit. Hey, hey Fred. So he's been in he's been in jail nine years. And well, she that, said 2014. That's when you figure uh, yeah, 2014. Yeah. yeah. So the civil rights. You said some civil rights organizations are now getting involved. Are we talking yeah. about NAACP? Yeah, actually, uh, the same uh, the Crump, the Crump, the Crump deal. You know, the Crump, uh, the ones that come on TV talking about well, what they gonna do and this that, and the other. So they're oh, yeah. involved they, in it now. Yeah, their their job their job is to come and give um is to get a plea deal to try to get right. some kind of because why why is it taking so if they have a solid case against this guy why is it taking so long? Well, he's been fine. His lawyers, he he couldn't get a a, a a a a good lawyer, and he took a deal evidently way back. Then he fired his lawyer, from what I'm understanding. He 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 fired him after he finds out he's just been belonging and belonging it, and uh, he hasn't been able to get good legal representation. And a lot of times you can't. In, in the good old boy redneck state that I live in, you know, which I choose to live in. But it's something that's, that goes on nationwide. Because it's about killing, killing niggas. Aren't you in killing Texas that you're talking about? Killing, kill each and every nigga. That's what it was. That's kill it's each many, and many every years. Each and every. <laughs> Put a G in there. That's what I feel. I you know, but, okay, now this is what I get out of it with my low education and no, uh, as in, you know, you've heard everybody disparaging things King about Fred. But this is what I get out of it. This is what I get out of it. Okay, well, the Fred, military is the driving Listen, listen. The, 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 the military is the driving force uh, economically, economic of this world. And you can't tell me because I know that war, people go to war and die, and there's lots and trillions and billions of money that is generated. Uh, when First Cav leaves and the community leaves and you uh, take people out of their homes, uh, renters move in. It's, 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 it's a uh, trickle-down effect, and I, I see it by me living here. And all over the world, Maryland, wherever there's war, people, what do you call it, uh, they, they, they transfer, they move, uh, money's being spent, all these billions and billions of dollars, and it's the government. And we focus on those things. We don't focus on the little things that make, that really mean something in our lives on a day-to-day basis. We have no compassion for one another our kids, our community. I'm done. 
I'll think of some more shit here in a minute. Or either we can call each other motherfuckers all month. You did good, Fred. You did. I think you did good, too. You did. Thank you. I did good, baby. They're going to let me ride with them. It's my like I'm going to the ball game with the fellas. They're going to let me go with the kings. They're going to let me ride. Nigga, you ain't did shit, nigga. You listening to these motherfuckers that smoking weed telling you you did good, nigga. You ain't did shit, nigga. I don't smoke weed. <laughs> Yo, your motherfucker, yes, you do. You calling this nigga Baba, you got to be smoking weed. <laughs> I lost a bit. Doggone it. I'm, I'm keeping my word. <laughs> Even when it hurts. Y'all better say something. They're going to come on this motherfucker here in a minute. Y'all better say something. They're going to come on this motherfucker in a minute. Ain't nobody talking. And hang this bitch up. Y'all better, either y'all better, y'all better have a boot. Uh-oh. Well, I could tell you about the crap sale at Hobby Lobby if anyone's interested. Oh, please, please do not. No, do not talk about that. For the love of peace. Come on, honey, let's go. There's nothing I, nothing I can see here. I'm, I'm telling you right off the bat, please do not talk about crabs or hog moss or anything else for that matter. Just please stop. If that's the case, everybody just go home. No, honey, I don't want Boston Red Sox slippers. I, I don't want them. I won't wear them. She wants Thank you me. to have them. She wants you to have those. <laughs> no, she's trying to buy me something because she's going shopping, and then she's trying not to be selfish, so she's trying to find something <laughs> for me to wear, to buy, and I don't want to buy anything. Sweetheart, come on, let's that's go. Heart. That's a heart. Um, yeah, that's, I know. She's a sweetheart. Anyway, um, you know, Fred, you were talking about, you know, the criminal justice system and due process. You know, I, I got to be honest with you, every time I get triggered by this, and I know I'm going to get attacked, and so cue the J. King, um, you know, mute button. But I got to be honest, nothing bothers me more than the fact that when it comes to due process, everybody always screams on that on one side. There's never any due process for the people that you hate, right? It's always due process for the people that you're supposed to protect or who are always the the um the consummate victim uh, in all of this. There's never any due process for, for anybody outside of those. So, you know, I, I, I wish that there was due process, and I wish that there was an equal application of the law, but there never will be. Are you referring to Trump? Are you alluding to no, Trump? No, 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 I'm, no, no, absolutely not. What I'm no, saying is, is that... No, it's cool. I mean, it's no, no. cool let if me, you are. Let me give you that. an example. Let me give you an example of a powder keg. Let me give you an example of a powder keg. And when I say it's a powder keg is that immediately it's going to engender a reaction that is, you know, always going to be visceral. So recently we just found out from a separate lawsuit, one of the prosecutors involved in the George Floyd case one of the prosecutors just came out and said that the, the autopsy from the coroner said that George Floyd died of a fentanyl overdose. He died of natural causes due to years of drug use. Now, because of that filing, now Derek Chauvin, the police officer who's been convicted of murder, he's going to have his case overturned because of that. Now, again, That's a goddamn people lie. were out. Yes, That's it is. a goddamn true. lie. It's true. I read I the It's true. I read the it's true. Just, because, just because they said it don't make it true. Now, no, Jay, again, I, I, I understand that you don't agree with anything. 
he prefaced yeah, this day with Cicero, remember <laughs> Um, I, I, I should have said that it's going to be a controversial statement. You've got to listen to it first. No, you no, haven't heard no, it, it yet. You have to no, listen I'm to not it, listen to it. I don't let you bring this kind of bullshit told you, to told my you, face. I told you he wasn't yeah, going to listen yeah, you, to it. I told you. I no, you. you did say that. I'm, I'm not listening to this bullshit. Because, cause you read you, because you don't know it doesn't mean that it isn't true. It's true. Too bad no, it's Reece, true. You can deny it. It's still true. You're being visceral. You're being visceral. No, I'm going to tell you what I'm saying. Hey, King, it doesn't That'd matter if you don't believe it. It's still true. No, Reece. No, listen. Reece, Reece, Let me tell you guys. It's true. Let me tell you it's guys. It's true what, that there. Go ahead, Jay. Go ahead. What are you going to say? Because, yeah. No, I'm, I'm just saying. This it's, shit. It's, it's true. It's the, the, the fact that you're bringing that somebody, that the coroner brought this, or there's a reporter, all that, that might be true that that happened. I think... Now, to get people to believe exactly that that part that is true, but, but the bottom just, line is just, just because die. a coroner, yes, uh, yeah. he, they they died because the guy, because his neck, his foot or his knee was on his neck, and whatever was happening, he caused it to happen. Yeah, he, Jay, no one's no, disputing. No, nobody's disputing over the going, outcome. So, I just so, pointed, Jay. No, no, I just so, pointed out no, so, that because of no, this. No, you're dumb, ass. I'm going to tell you what, you what you just pointed out. You just pointed <laughs> out what you do, Reese. You do what uh, what your Keone kind of said he do. Uh, reporting he do what always said he do. do. His news. You, um, you tell a story the way you want to tell it, but you don't tell the truth. What you So the way you tell it, it's like it's going to overturn it now. The way you tell it is like so. All they did was found a, a, a doctor or a, a, a somebody who does that an work. Expert. They call them experts, mm-hmm. Jay. An expert. Right. To 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 to, uh, to say their part. But so so if Reese had said. You know, this is going to be controversial. I'm going to say something, but let me just say, it doesn't mean that this thing is overturned. This is what this is what this is what they're trying to do. That's what real journalism does. But sensationalism makes it a fact. Like, oh my God, it's going to be overturned now. These guys are going to be they're going to be exonerated because this is what's happening. That's not what's happening, you guys. So no, um. When Reese don't, if, if Reese just reported it like a reporter, and with some context, and you know, without any leaning, then I would probably listen to him. But he reports with lean. I don't report with leaning. I don't lean one way or the other. I let the discussion happen. Reese wants to report it how he wants it to be. Scene so everybody could say, oh, my God. And he said, yeah, and I'm the first person to bring this to you. No one else knows this. Motherfucker, everybody know it. It was motherfucking written. You ain't the first one. Well, Jay, the reason why you don't lean on anybody. Thank you, Jay, for doing exactly what I just did and then misconstrued. No, I did not. You told us to lean on you, Jay King. What wow. I'm, yeah, I, what I'm saying is this: I, it, 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 it's a problem to me. See, if because Reese brings good information, but he taints it with his opinion. The same way Don Lemon and all those guys do it. And um, 
And no, I didn't just do that, Reese. What I did was showed you how you do what you do. I would have rather you had, if you had brought it and said, this is the defenses, this is their next move. I think it's interesting. Uh, I think it's, then I would say that now we can have a discussion, but that's not how you bring it, Reese. You bring it as though because this is happening, it's going to overturn when that is not a fact. They're trying to, they don't even know if it's going to even be heard or if it's going to be, uh, you know, Jesus Christ. Judges, it's going to take them to. Yeah. You clearly didn't hear the word I said. Well, okay. I heard so, you didn't hear the word I said. Nicole, please repeat what I said. Nicole, please. Okay, so first and foremost, um, for you, Lannis, he figured you weren't, would not agree with his uh, point of uh, view in sharing. I don't think he said for certain he was going to be exonerated. He didn't know the way he was, the way he presented it was like, That's okay, not the way I presented that, it. Yes, it is. I listened to you. I heard you. It's That's Nicole, what made me even tell him what I'm, I said. I'm writing. <laughs> Go ahead. So, what did you say? You Nicole, King tell Reese. him what I said, please. Okay. Ver- verbatim, King Reese, I cannot say exactly what you said. I gleaned from it that you weren't attacking or saying for certain this, that, um, what's his name? I don't worry I, about I your, 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 your gleaning. Is, your gleaning is fucked up. We already know that. That's why you call him a motherfucker Baba on this show, okay? So your oh, gleaning don't mean shit. I don't care what you glean. So, so you know, J. King, if you hear the opportunity, all I said was... You've lost the bet on here. You've lost the bet on here. Put her it on you, King. It happened. Oh, by the way, J. King, it wasn't my best day. Okay, so I made so, it so, Hold on. Yeah, so let me say this to you, Reese. Reese, if that's bond, what you Baba. were meaning, if that's, if that's what you were meaning, then I'll, then I'll, I'll, I'll stop and listen. But I thought you were trying to present it as though... I, I was, was a little confused. It, it, was a, it was a fact. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I was going to let Potter speak. No, Potter, did you think you thought the same thing? Yeah, I was a little confused because he. that's why I said it may be true. The facts may be true that they're trying to do this, but the rest of it is not a fact. It's not true. Okay, That's again, why I said that, because I was so, confused. So that you can, if you are confused, you let me clarify exactly what I said, because I never said that. So I'll clear it up. Right. I said no, but the that way, the original okay. coroner, the original coroner is a part of a separate lawsuit, a separate lawsuit with a prosecutor who was on the George Floyd case who was then taken off. That is all factual. In her lawsuit, she documents what the original coroner said about George Floyd's death. That's all documented in the lawsuit, which she won, by the way. And in that documentation, that coroner says that he died of natural causes. Not that he was telling the truth, not that it was even factual, but that is going to be used in Derek Chauvin's appeal. That's it. So, yeah, but... You got I didn't know how you, didn't how you said it, though, Reese. You didn't say it like that. You didn't claim to shoot up now, nigga. Well, because he said, because yeah. you got to remember, Reese, you said that you had an issue. You said you had an issue with, with 
you know, due process. Yes, what I said was, again, let me give my point about due process. Let me give my point about due process. If evidence comes forward, right, that's exculpatory, People are Reese, we know what this process is, but you, Reese, just like I thought you did, you presented it as though this was, a, oh, my God, something is going to happen that none of you are going to say. It's what I'm said. telling you first. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. And again, hold on. So, so I make it clear. He prefaced it with the word visceral. Exactly. I said it was going to get a visceral reaction because, again, it's due process for somebody you already think is guilty. Why would there be a visceral reaction to just facts? Because we're getting it. Because we're getting Let me answer you. We're getting a visceral reaction right now, the fact that I even brought it up. That there is going to be evidence used. No, Reese, Reese, the visceral reaction reaction isn't about you bringing it up. It's how you bring it up and and, and the the way you present. You present, you present, no, no, Reese, you present. Yeah, I'm going to tell you what, motherfucker. I'm going to put your motherfucker ass on mute and (laughs) Mitchie Smurf, your ass on mute too, because you ain't shit with it. So let, so let me say this. If you guys, what I listened to and what I heard is what I knew I heard, but thank you, Potter and, uh, and uh, uh, Kente and uh, and Keone, you can tell me in there too, I believe. I didn't, hear, I didn't even hear you. I just know that they, so yeah. Reese did not pre- present this just as an open forum. He didn't present this just as, look, look, look what's happening. But I presented this thing about as a question, not with a leaning one way or the other. What do you guys think about this? That's not what Reese did. Reese presented this as a matter of fact. Did you guys know that they've already won a case? I mean, this thing is this thing's about to unravel. Everything that he presents is about to unravel. Donald Trump is about to yeah. unravel. This thing, oh, you just don't know, Jay King. Every every week, the shit that he re, that he reports is about to unravel. And then when the shit don't unravel, we don't hear about it again. Hey King, Reese made it sound like George yeah. Floyd was going to just fall over dead that day at that time without right. the assistance right. of that police officer kneeing on his neck. So, Come on, man. So, so it, so it, so it might, so it might show up as natural causes, because his heart just stopped, or whatever, and maybe he did have heart disease. Maybe he was already dying, but he wasn't going to die that day, at that time, at that if time. this officer exactly. hadn't exacted the trauma he exacted on his body and stuff. But that's not for us to decide. That's for a jury. Oh, they already did that. So, you know, if um, if a judge wants to bring it out, bring it back to bring it back, and say, hey, we're gonna throw this this out. That's what the system is about. But don't that's act like happen. this is definitely going to happen. You heard it first from Reach on the radio. 
That's all I'm saying. Okay, That's so when I, when I play this audio out. and I send it to each of you personally, I want an apology because I know that's not what I said. Okay. But thank you well, for that. Right. Are you going to apologize to us? It. That's how you presented hey, it. You everybody you, everybody, everybody said it except you, except you and Stitchy. And from um, and you may you know whatever y'all got going on at your personal business. Allow me to oh allow me God, to respond man. if you could. In the third hour of power, you know the part of the part Sitchi, of the show that you're not in part before, of. You better shut up before. You better right. I should be. And Sitchi, you better shut up before I call Bob on you. So we make sure that we get this right. And Professor Keone, make sure that we, you and I get an understanding. Okay? So I'm going to say it again. The lawsuit is a fact. The testimony in the lawsuit is a fact. And what I said, and I'm going to go into the J. King show right now and splice to make sure I cut the audio to make sure you get the whole thing of what I said to send it to each of you personally, that said that this is a case that is going to be seen by an appellate court. Not that it was going to be overturned, because I have no way of knowing that. And the point about due process was Derek Chauvin wants due process, but people are immediately going to say he doesn't deserve it because they already deem him guilty. And if evidence were to come out that he didn't kill him, people would immediately ignore it. They wouldn't believe in due process for him. That's the only point I made. So I'm going to go cut the audio now. I'll send a text to each of you personally of the audio. Then text me back with my apology. From the beginning, text it. Jesus send it from the beginning of you speaking. I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. Thank you. Well, Ali, you didn't disagree with me, and nobody misrepresented I thought everybody was listening, but apparently you weren't. Because all I no, Reese, you cleaned the shit up. That's why just, I didn't disagree. You came in and cleaned no, no, up. No, 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 it's all recorded. You came, in, I, I, you came in here with a dustpan and a broom, nigga. Again, the audio is forever, and I'm going to yep. get the audio right now. And everybody knows it's what it. I said. It's, and I said, and I warned you, James King was going yes. to call in and completely misconstrue what I said, which is what he did. Did I say that? Yes. Thank you. Yes. Right. If the appellate court decides to listen to the case, they may not even want to even hear it. Sorry. Listen. Are you in the bathroom at the mall? Why are you whispering? No. No, I'm just. Are you in the bathroom at the mall? Why are you whispering? It sounds like you're echoing. You don't want the nigga. The niggas at Nordstrom's in the bathroom taking a shit. Yeah. Like, dude, could you just seriously, dude? If you have something to say, speak up because nobody can hear you. You can hear me, dummy. You hear me? No, 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 dude. You're whispering. You're whispering. Are you you on a booty call or something? You don't want to wake the cat. Leave him the fuck alone, Reese. You don't want to wake the cat. You don't want no booty call. Reese, close your vagina. You can hear me. Oh, you're breaking my heart. You say there's a possibility that it... It's going to be. I never said it was going to listen. Of course, there's going to listen. There is a possibility. There goes one more. Of course, there's a possibility. possibility doesn't mean that the appellate court will even listen to it. Okay, hold on. What about the juror? What about the juror that they're only filing motions for? Do you know about the juror? Listen here. I'm just asking you a question. Can you answer it? What about the juror? What about the jurors? Reese, all 
You know how many predictions you have that have gone Do you know about the juror? You come here every day with a prediction about Donald Trump. For a guy who listens to the news every single day for five hours to prepare for a show, according Uh, to him, you sure are wrong a lot. No, no, wait a minute. I could have sworn. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. I want to make sure that I got this right. Excuse me. You listen to you listen to the news every day, and you come here with a prediction every day. I said you. You said you listen to. No, no. I'm talking about you. How many times have you come on here saying that the walls are closing in on Donald Trump? How often do you do? They are. Apparently, you're not paying attention. But with, they, they've been closing in on. They've been closing. Hold on, hold on. The walls have been closing on Donald Trump for seven years. Wait, wait. Apparently, you said he. How long does it take doors to close? Well, you're wrong about that. Hold on. Anyone, Again, indicted means nothing. Indicted means nothing. You keep well, talking about the walls closing in for seven years. You've been well, talking about the walls closing in. Why aren't the walls closing in on it? How big are the doors? Stop yelling. We can't hear you like that. Stop yelling. you got to let other people talk. You cannot hog the microphone. Let other people talk. So I just want to hear, where is the walls? Where, where are they, why aren't they closing the dude, in yet? How big is this room? Stop. You've already asked the question. Let me answer it, Reese Hoffman. Uh, so, again, uh, you said he wasn't going to get indicted. It wasn't nothing. It that was means nothing. nothing. Okay. It means nothing. You, you can't stop yourself. Reese. I'm not going to. Pin your mouth shut. Pin your mouth shut for no. a minute. Just no. Put yourself on mute for a second and just listen. No. <laughs> no. Jesus Christ. Absolutely fucking not. No. Just put yourself on mute. I want to know how room big the room is for the, walls, so for the walls to close it. You ate. Okay, so hold on a second. It's a process, right? So now he's going through the first phase, and that was the civil trial, of course. But I thought he's the walls were closing. Lost that. He, okay, listen, it's a process, Reese. One case at a time. One case at a time. Oh, so okay. Obviously he's so losing, the walls he's, he's aren't closing in? Oh, Jesus Christ. Forget it, man. The guy just keeps interrupting. Thank you. Go ahead, Reese. It's your show. Okay. It's, not, it's not the case of morning show. So my the point Reese still remains. Sorry about that. Has anyone here been able to dispute the fact that the woman's lawsuit against the prosecution that she got just paid well, no, on? I won't dispute the fact that any evidence that what she said is radio. untrue. Is there any evidence that she is there any evidence that what she said about the coroner who first saw uh, George Floyd? Is there any evidence here that anyone can produce that what she said is untrue? Anyone? You all got smartphones. Go look it up. Come on, Snitchy, get to get to work. You guys should be disproving what I just said. I'm not here to disprove you guys should, what you said. You guys should be on your computers making me look like a fool right now. They don't have computers, Reese. I you said kids say they don't have a computer. So Snitchy Poo don't got no computer. The, 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 one, the, the one we bought her, she broke already. No. Yeah, Potter, Potter, you, you, Potter, you were the one. Potter, you were the one who said that you were confused by this, and you said it may be true that she made these claims. It may be true. What do you mean, may be? You have access to Potter, the Potter don't know shit, Reese. Why are you worried about powder mouth? So everybody's everybody's upset about what I said, but none of you has even even heard no, the King was upset about what you said. Jay yeah, King was, and now you taking it out on us. 
And yeah, here's we, the I, thing. I, I, I don't even know I don't even know why Jay King is upset about it. He doesn't no, know George I, Floyd. I'm upset by it. And he would have he would have he would I believe Lavis would appreciate if you asked more questions than making statements. Okay. No, no, I do have to say this. I don't yeah. ask questions when I was trying to make a point. What I was saying was people were talking about how they want to. We heard what you said, nigga. We heard exactly Let what you said. Ali, Ali, hold on. In saying that, I was bringing up a point to Fred, listen, not always do people want due process. I gave an example, not a question, an example. And I said, I knew it was going to get a visceral reaction because people have a visceral reaction to the George Floyd case. Okay? I wasn't mm-hmm. making any intimation that it was true or that it was factual or that it's going to be overturned. I'm just saying that if there's evidence that exonerates a person, regardless right. of who it is, we should want due process for everybody. And you prove to me that you don't. Because you got angry no. that I even mentioned it. You not you, not you, Yusef. Not you. Not you, Yusef. Okay, but Jay King, Jay no, King proved my proved point. The point. You proved the point that what Keone said about your news being false led everybody to no, believe. No, the news isn't false. No one here. That they can't believe a no fucking word that you say. No one trusts no one... you when it comes to news reads. That's okay. You don't have to trust me. People do. Okay, I don't care if Kings in the Morning you doesn't trust me. You came on the phone. Came on, you came over here on the J. King Network and told all of us to not take a – don't believe shit you That's say. right. Take everything I say with a grain of salt. Of course I do. Instead of like other right. newscasters who say that they're telling the truth, right, everybody else on the news says, we're telling the truth. We care about the truth. I said, take everything I say with a grain of salt. That makes me no, more noble no, than your local news. That's right. No. Because, again, no. you don't – hold on. But here's the thing. Not one of you, the whole time that I've been here, not one of you has even bothered to look up this story. And you have access to the story. Hold on. You, hold on. Hey, hey, Keone, have you bothered to look it up? You said it's not true. Look it up. Tell me if I'm lying. I'm not – Listen here, I'm not going to waste my time looking at shit. Thank you. You have no skin in the game. Can you look up the story? Now, King Bruce, I feel that I have I have um, been transparent. Snitchy Poo, do your fucking job, Snitchy (laughs) Poo. No, no. My point is, is again, I have a whole bunch of people who are telling me recent isn't true and presenting nothing. They're presenting their emotions on the story, but nothing factual. So is the story not true? Where's your evidence? That goes to show you how important your information is. We don't need to look it up, and we know it's not true. Well, guess what? Guess what, Keone? If you bothered, which I know you'll do when you're off this show, you will look it up. And I'm going to play the audio for you to prove that I know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about and I know what I said. But guess what? That's okay. I don't like I said. It's not about approval. It's not about approval. Again, Derek Chauvin, whatever you think about him, deserves due process. Whether you think he killed George Floyd or not, and I said, not everyone believes due process is for everyone. And I proved my point when I mentioned it. Because again, when when Frank said. Everybody deserves due process. Everybody agreed with them. But you brought up Derek Chauvin, and all of a sudden, on a hat, on a dime, everybody switched Oh, my position. God. Okay, nigga, do we got to spend 30 minutes on you trying to explain yourself, nigga? Move on. You're smart. Go to something else. 
Hey, thank, hey, thanks, Reese, for uh, acknowledging. It was a value. Uh, uh, it was a good point that I was nigga, making. Nigga, he wasn't talking about you, nigga. He, you it's said no, the only thing you right. think is due process is them Twinkie fingers he's got, nigga. That's the only thing but, due process with you, Fred. Fred, Fred is one hundred percent right, and that's the only point I was trying to make to Fred was that look. Of okay, so you need one person to agree with you, right? And now you're going to be no, no, cool no, now, no, 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 Fred. What I was bringing the point to Fred was. Fred said everybody should get due process. And I said, Fred, I totally agree with you, but unfortunately... He wasn't talking about you, though, Reese. Reese, you're a right fighter, huh? You got to be right. No, dude, actually, no, 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 I just... No, 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 I I think it's important to be right. You guys can talk about winning all you want. I think it's important to be right. Well, you're wrong, Reese. See, I'm willing to be right to even if I'm sorry. lose. I have to be a winner, man. I have to be on the winning thing. I'm That's sorry. Right. Well, just because you win don't mean you got to get in either, man, either nigga. Well, winner's cheap. Winner's cheap. That's right. Winner's cheap. That's right. Let me tell you guys something. I just, I just, I didn't hear what you guys talking about. I just heard Reese said, you know, he don't want to win. He just want to be right. See, the stuff that Reese is right about He's only right to himself. He's only right to the agenda. He's only okay. right to to the conversation. He, he's not right, uh, and he's not winning because Reese is still just a guy parroting what other people oh want him to parrot. Yeah, Reese, you still are Rush Jay, Limbaugh Jr. You're the arbiter you're of still, what's right and no, what's winning. No, Reese. No, Reese. And, and you still are um, Sean Hannity, you know, low-income low, key, low income Sean Hannity. It, you're not saying Damn. nothing original. Yeah, you're not, there's nothing original about what you're saying. You're not saying anything yeah. any different than what is being said already. So, so you don't – so you're not – you're right because you're right about repeating what – all those repeaters repeat. You just so appeared you on the Red Bull commercial. <laughs> it, I mean, that's, that's, that's all. Now, if you were saying something unique and different that's outside of the agenda, I might hear you different. But I don't, I don't hear you any different than I hear anybody on the left that's just repeating shit that they hear being said when you become an original thinker an original processor and you you know you won't but you and you don't know how to do this without making an argument in a fight because that's the way your process works so yeah i'm the arbiter of your bullshit of calling out your bullshit i'm the arbiter of that shit when I hear it, no matter when I when I hear it, and 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 I know you got to be spewing a lot of it, because I'm not on the phone listening. But every time I come back, my bullshit back to where this motherfucker with more bullshit, and it's and it's ridiculous, but it's not because it's, it's how your game works, and I get it. And so what I just did for you. And I just added more fuel to your fire. When I open up your mic, you can spew some more. I'm, I'm, I'm writing my speech, so I'll come back and catch some of your other bullshit. And hopefully in between that time, 
Professor Keone or uh, somebody uh, or Kente or somebody is at least challenging you. Well, I would like to know why the fuck your your uh, puppet didn't alarm the bullshit alert. He just I don't I don't get it. Nigga, you get a computer first, nigga. Then you'll get it. So oh, punk okay. ass. But you didn't. But you didn't alarm the nigga. Don't, nigga. I'm not sitting up here babysitting you, motherfuckers, nigga. I got shit to do, nigga. Well, I'm in and out do, like JK, nigga. Let me, let me respond. Just by saying, nigga, shut your ass, ass up, nigga. You, you ain't no baba, nigga. You's a bobo, nigga. You are a babysitter, <laughs> Ali. Whatever, ass-licking, imbecile baby. That's what you are. Okay. Nigga, you the piece of shit. You the motherfucking vegetable motherfucking roll, nigga. You sour. I I said you are going to address me. I I wasn't making a statement. No, no, no. I want to address Snitchy Smirk because she's sending me me articles. Again, everyone is aware of every one of those articles. I just want to say this, this responding to Jay King because he's writing his speech, and hopefully, maybe this will inspire him. Hopefully, um, I'm not insulted by people who disagree with me, criticize me, malign me. That doesn't hurt me. And and if anybody who wishes to believe it, I have no control over that. What you think of me is none of my business. I'm not here trying to score points or to win fans. What I say sometimes are uncomfortable things. You have to discern whether or not you choose to believe them or not. I don't need you to believe them. It doesn't qualify me if you disagree with them or not. It doesn't break me. Like, I don't fall to pieces because Jay King says I'm part of the agenda. I I hear that every day. I get told on Instagram all the time somebody's paying me for my point of view. If it's so... You do. You do. That's why you keep coming back on this motherfucker. Trying to convince me, yeah. trying to fight me. Do you, if you did, if it do you realize Reese, that you've yeah. been here almost four hours and your show Nigga, let Jay King talk. Nigga, shut your ass up. Go ahead, Jay. No, I'm just saying. No, but uh, I, but uh, yeah, but 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 the point open that door, uh, you puppy. The point that Jack can't make. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about. You know, you come here, so yeah, you do. And, and, and you do want to just to some degree. And maybe I am the daddy of your thinking in some weird kind of way. Well, you know, maybe you won't dad. Well, you know, Jay, he, he, he's black, Jay. He's black. That's why he comes here. He's black. Hey, listen, I know why you put me on mute. If his show just so happens to be canceled today, you already spent four hours on the J. King Network. Yes, I'm well aware of how long I spent here. I enjoy doing it. But again, J. King, I know why you put me on mute. I expect it. I expect it. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you, I know, I, I agree. I think you use it. I think you come here to get the fire that you, the fuel that you need to take some of the things that we say, you go use it on your show. And I like it. Absolutely. Actually, I don't use I don't use I don't use any of it on my show because it's not the case you'd come on. I'd love you on the show. You you, you do use it, but it's cool. I'm, I'm not going to sue you or nothing. You, you brought I, up. I, listen, you brought like up I said, I would love you on this show. I would love you. Uh, I would love Keone on my show. <laughs> 
you you brought up at least five people from this show on your show at various times throughout the year. I have. Actually, throughout the years, yes, you I have. I had Queen in the morning. Yeah. Michael Gay. You bombed yeah. Michael Gay on your show. You bombed me on your show. You talked about Keone on your show. You brought up Jay King on your show. You brought up Red, Robert Redwine and what he thinks on your show. Yes, you have. I just said yeah, that, that I did. That dude. is true. But again, yeah. I've been. Oh, well, you know, Yusuf K. And Reese's defense, Yusuf K. You have to be a. A ongoing Reece, listener to Reese because when when I go on, he doesn't bother me. <laughs> I want to say something about me. Thank you for allowing me. I'm listening listen to Reese. Show. I want to say thank you, Reese, for allowing me to have space in your mind. <laughs> Absolutely, J.K. You live in my you live in my brain every day, J.K. Rent free. <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. And if I remember I, that you're on the show, I say, oh, Reese is on the show. I'll go to your show. If it's when five yeah, o'clock yeah I understand that. Kente, and you're Kente, I talk about you on the show all the time. Well, Tell yeah, me, but see, they, 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 they don't have a medal, Reese. I have a number one medal for being your number one listener. That's correct. That is correct. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Ali, Ali is an avid uh, watcher of the show. So, again, I would love to have you on the show. But I always keep asking myself, why won't they? Not like I'm here every day. I'm here all the time. Be They're asleep, Reese. They're asleep when you come time? on, Reese. Reese, what time is your show? Jay King, I even, in fact, I even invited you on WTIC. You turned me down. Five o'clock. I know what that is. Five o'clock his time, right? Pacific. Yeah, yeah. five o'clock. I, I even texted you. I even texted you from the number to call in. He got nice T-shirts and hats, Jay. You should check him out. <laughs> and you should check out the graphics that Keone helped you with, too, on the show. Keone did nothing of the sort. I like how this show looks. When I see Reese on the radio, fucking brotherly love, brotherly love. I think, so I'm not, you know, Listen, I, I argue, I debate with Reese. I don't dislike him. I don't know. Um, um, I'm glad, Reese. I think it's important that um, that whatever Reese's opinion is, that he puts it out there. Um, and, and I don't have to agree with it, but and, uh, but I don't have to hate him for having a show, a successful show, and presenting a professional look on his show. And I believe his show looks super professional. I agree. And he's the elder of the Ball family. We got to respect him. <laughs> the fact you know, um, and I'll. <laughs> I will uh, say this: the fact remains. Fuck with him about. You know, Smitty Smurf is one of the Ball sisters. Wait a minute. And um, uh, and Smitty Smurf, her her Ball name is Ballhead. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Why? Why did you shoot me? He must have caught her without the handkerchief. He caught her without a goddamn do rag on her head. (laughs) What time did you go by that? Because I had hair. Pardon? You're a bald head. What time did they come by there? Hell yeah! Wow! Damn, he caught you without your. Why'd you shoot me, Lathers? (laughs) What's your nickname? Are they under enough fire right now? Say it again. 
Where is Mary? Bald I like Eagle Mary. Eye. Call you motherfuckers. Mary, the woman that'll cuss all you motherfuckers out. She had Ali just like now. She's at she work. Don't do shit, nigga. This life's your yeah. big fat ass. Shut up. Go ahead and mute me, mute me, mute me, mute me, mute me. <laughs> I've got to find my email Switchy. so I can open up for some Switchy reason. Smurf. You go to JT Network, you can't go to. She's the ball in the ball. You can't go to today's show. I wonder why they're too cool with it. You're too cool with it. You're going to make the motherfucker shoot itself. You play mind games with a motherfucker that's used to it. He know how to use that mic on y'all ass. He know how to change his voice and use the mic because he's been in radio. And then when you calm everything ball, down and make it all nice and mellow, that motherfucker wants to. Your phone's gonna ring, Professor. Quit playing with me. You hear me? You, all right. Oh, there it is. Can you hear me, or am I still on mute? No, we can hear you. Got that power mic with a battery in that motherfucker. You know, goddamn well we can hear your ass, Reese. Well, I just wanted to make sure. Reese Hopkins. You just call me Reese, dude. Nobody calls me Reese Hopkins unless I'm at the Department of Motor Vehicles. Can you just call me Reese? That's where he's at right now. He at the DMV. In the bathroom. Like, damn, nigga. Mr. Jokes. Everybody wants to be over the weekend. Snitchy Smurf is one of the ball sisters. She's the balling ball. Yeah, sorry, I missed the joke. Anyway. Yeah, and we still miss well, it, Professor. You got to see her photo. <laughs> you will catch these deductions. Of- that nigga's so corny, ain't he? He's a corny Franco Harris. Oh, look at this Franco Harris. Wow. He's hard. Why about this place? Always picking on me. He's hard. Let me see you read four words, Keone. Say that again. Damn. Oh, Mr. Hoover made concern. Ali is this letter is in so reference to. <laughs> hey, Frank, you and I are friends on Facebook, right? Fred? Yeah, I'm on, I was on mute. They had muted me. They don't want me wow. to communicate okay. with you. And I, you and I are friends, you and I are friends on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know how to I don't know how to push the one and get on your show, and I'm not talking because you're not gonna make a jackass out of you me. You don't like have that. to you don't have that kind of show. You don't you don't push the yeah. one, nigga. You're not you a guest, nigga. One. You just listen. Shut up, Nicole. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, because this motherfucker had me out there, goddamn me, goddamn me, wagging my tail like a fucking puppy dog, fucking around with this motherfucker. Nigga, you do that anyway, nigga. What's up, what's, 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 what's about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Judge Amy Totenberg. Keone, are you here? No. We're all here, even though yeah, he's yes, on the phone. I'm listening, Reese Hopkins. I'm on mute. I'm listening. I'm not going to say a word. I'm not going to say a word. I'm not going to say a word. Go ahead, Reese I'm not going to say a word further than what I'm about to say to you, sir. Judge Amy Totenberg. That's all I'm going to say to you. That's all I'm going to say. That's to you. Some, that's some, that was some side language shit. There. That, they, yes, they it cold, yes, it was. Yes, it was. I'll text it to him. Jay, they talking. Jay, they talking about you, man. The motherfuckers, they talking in code. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they we're talking in code. They didn't right. talk, did talking Spanish <clears throat> and shit. Who need to talk to me? No. 
Fred, the reason why I wanted you back is because, and I wanted to make sure you were there, was, look, all systems are flawed, right? They are because, again, they're subject to human error, right? Because if humans are in charge of them, if you get, you know, and because it's the, the will of man, right? So if, if somebody can be corrupt, they will be corrupt. We wish we could be more Christ-like or just good-natured people. But even the greatest or the kindest or the great, you know, the kindest people do corrupt shit, and it's always in stages, right? A hungry person who is good in the heart may have to do something illegal in order to eat, right? He may have to steal some food because he's starving, right? So what we call is sort of like that righteous, you know, uh, fallibility, right? In essence, like a starving person must eat, so he must steal some bread. Um, so we don't always condemn every facet of that because in human nature, we have to do what's proper. Now, some of us are corrupt on the opposite side of that spectrum. Some people have what they have. That's not enough. And they always want the edge, right? So they do things that are probably not the most noble. You know, they do lie. They do cheat. They do steal. They may tell a white lie. They may condition themselves to believe it wasn't that bad of a lie or it wasn't that nefarious of a thing to do. Because that's human nature. We've all done it. All of us are quite capable of it. Steal, stealing office supplies, right? Uh, printing paper because you just bought a printer at home and you don't want to spend money on a ream of paper so you take some from the office. You can rationalize that, that kind of theft. But some people go to the extreme, right? And they'll embezzle money from their company, right? So, again, it always can, depends on the human being. So when you hear that, Imagine that in every facet of life, every walking individual alive today, doesn't matter whether or not they're a judge, the president of the United States, a homeless person on the street, everybody has it in them to do something criminal. Everybody. It's just the willingness of how criminal you can be. So we just had a judge recently in Boston who ended up being arrested and charged for allowing an illegal to escape her courtroom because she didn't want him to be picked up by, by ICE. This is a judge who allowed an illegal to escape ICE when he was rightly supposed to be deported. Now, you'd ask yourself, why would a judge do that? that she benefited nothing because morally she thought she should break the law for somebody she thought that was, you know, in need. Now, you can ask yourself whether or not what she did was righteous or criminal. But that's always up to the beholder. So it doesn't matter who they are. So when I look at these court cases, no matter who it is, you always got to ask yourself, is the judge on the up and up because they're in that position? What if it's a judge whose daughter was killed by fentanyl and his son is on uh, crack and he's a judge that sees drug cases in his courtroom, do you think he's lenient or understanding to drug dealers when they come into his courtroom? He's human. You don't think that everybody, that you ask any courtroom in this one, it's like, dude, this judge, he's really tough on this particular crime, on that particular crime, because it's personal to him. Now, is he, is he using the law as a jurist fairly? Probably not. 
but that's because we're dealing with human beings. That's the only point I'm making. Okay. Thank you. Great point. <laughs> I'm told that every day that I'm naive, but I just go with my heart and I try to trust people and do what's best, man. And, and Fred, there's nothing wrong with you wanting or being desirous for people to be noble and on the up and up. But, you know, I always take Samuel L. Jackson for what he said in uh, that movie, uh, um, what was it, uh, The Winter Soldier, when he said to Captain America in the elevator. He goes, S.H.I.E.L.D. is not here to stop threats. We're here to accept the world as it is. And that's the way we have to accept it. We have to accept the world the way it is. It's not just. It isn't fair. It never is going to be because nothing in the world is fair. We keep trying to push against something that will never be. We can't force the world to be fair because fair is subjective. Hey, Fred. So how do you feel you we should reconcile that? Every that? Day, hey, Fred, did you just say that every yeah, day you're told, you're told that you're naive every, basically every day of your life? Be careful, King. No, no, what I said, no, yeah, well, I said that. I did say that. But I've, t- I've okay. been told uh, more, more, more than anything that this is not a fair place and you can't treat people with kindness, even the little ones. Everybody has a uh, arterial motive. I talk a lot of shit, Ben, but I'm a good dude, and uh, I'm going to continue to do it. Well, I, just, I didn't I get just to be 62 to years just... old, bro. I didn't get to you be know, God. You know I what did. they say, nigga, when a nigga say well, he's a good well, dude. Fred, no. I just wanted to address the I just wanted to address the person who said you are naive who says that every day to you. Keep saying it. <laughs> well, I told you to be careful. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? Listen to me. I'll tell you this, um uh, Fred. Naive isn't naive isn't an insult, right? Your naivete is because again, you just said it yourself. You wish to see the better of people as opposed to the worst. Right? Until they expose themselves, then you know who they are. It's okay to walk into the world like that, but it's not okay for you to live that in every aspect. You know not to walk down an alleyway in the middle of the night to first people walk in the opposite direction. So you're not naive in a sense. People are just saying that, look, you're a little more trusting than most. There's nothing awful about that. It's that you wish to see the best in, you wish to see the best in people. I used to listen to me. I used to be that naive too. And, and it made me a bitter, hated, hateful person. Look, nine years ago on Kings in the Morning, Jay King and everybody else would tell you. You know? I, I was shitting on everybody because I had no no love left in my heart because I hated everything. I'm a completely so Reece, different person. So, Reese, when, when, when did the naivete change for you? When you got poked in the butt? <laughs> See? I never got poked in the butt, but my naivete changed when I was 18 years old. If you must know, my naivete so changed when I realized. Why are you taking down that road? No, it's we okay. It, it's a listen. That, I'm wow. not fearful of. I'm not comments like that. That's just I'm not fearful of comments like that. The truth, the truth be told, is is that everybody knows you can't trust everybody, but you can have it take you down a path that makes you attack people, never giving them a chance to show who they are. <laughs> And that's the type of person that I was. 
Keone and I could never be friends. Remember, Keone and I started as adversaries, and we consider ourselves friends today. Why? Because, you know, I would never give that I would never give that opportunity to anybody who disagreed with me or came Kente, after me on something. Because of Kente is why y'all. <laughs> Kente, you weren't even there. You weren't even there when Keone and I met for the first time. You were late. As I was you. there. What are you talking <laughs> about, Google? You, you showed up hours later. In fact, you oh showed up. God. You showed up plenty of hours later. I prepared <laughs> Keone for you. I'm sure you did. You pre- of course you did. You probably prepped him. Did you get him dressed too? <laughs> can, we, can you give? You should really watch you what give, you say, dude. Can you give any credit uh, for any part of your knowing um, the professor? Can you give? Um, I have to call him Baba <laughs> in this moment, but can you give him your brother any credit for introducing you to him? Call that motherfucker Bobo. Call him Bobo. Keone was was introduced to the show by Yusef Kente. My presence here and engaging in in Keone was our own, you know, sort of like interaction. There was no, you know, sort of introduction, if you will. I heard Keone was there, and I responded, then he started calling in, and he and I would exchange blows. But then we met when I came to California for my birthday, and, you know, we met, and we hit it off right from the beginning. From the get-go, we hit it off. But, again, I would have never given that opportunity. He's on the left. And remember, I was – look, I I know people keep forgetting this about me, but when I was going through my court case, the prosecutor said during my trial, and it's in the transcript, you know, this was a liberal, neoliberal, who said because I was a conservative, because I was a conservative, I was the most dangerous and most reviled individual in New York because of my political leanings. This made me hate liberals. This made me hate them because this was somebody trying to take my life away. And she had an ideological bent, and she made it public in a courtroom. This put a spike in my drink that w- that was absolutely impossible for me to get rid of. I hated liberals because of that. So were you liberal before that? When I was a kid? Yeah, of course I was. Everybody was. But then, but then at 10 years old, I got introduced to Ronald Reagan. I was conservative ever since. So I couldn't be really political because I was 10. It wasn't like I voted. I'm not a Democrat. They vote when they're 10. But, you know. <laughs> but, wow. But um, but Thanks no, I you know again, I, I saw I saw I saw the I saw the forest for the trees. I got introduced to conservatism when I was ten years old, very early on, and my point of view has always been what it is, just has been since I was ten. It's not made up. People think it's a gimmick. I am who I am. You know, it's funny because everybody here says some people are just born gay. Well, guess what? Some people are just born conservative. If it's okay for them to suck dick, shouldn't it be okay for me to like Trump? <laughs> At least I'm not sucking dick. But you were you just explained mm. that you were not born conservative. You you something well, in your meaning, life made you Well, you don't by the way, you don't you don't yeah. you're not born sucking yeah. dick. By the way, you're not born sucking dick, okay? Yeah, but you tried to make it seem like you were born conservative. No, again, people again, you, people say that you're born this way, you're born gay. Right? You can't be. You're introduced to homosexuality when you first have sex with the same sex. 
Hey, Reese, did, did you say, Reese, did you say that, uh, you know, I don't want to, I'm, I'm going to walk softly here, but and I'm just not joking. Did you say that your parents asked or you were an orphan or you had some trauma in your in your youth? And I'm not being funny oh. or facetious, man. No, I, like Professor. Lynn, you mean Reese. I said that you have some trauma. Or you, you 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 know your educational background. You had to teach yourself, and you 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 take it very proudly that that you uh, educated yourself. Yeah, I was a homeless kid nodded. when I was fifteen years. I was homeless when I was fifteen years old. I lived on the streets okay. for three years. Wow. I dropped out of high school in, in the tenth grade because I couldn't go to school because I didn't even have a place to rest my head. Gotcha. But I was very. I loved reading. Remember, 10 years old, I've become a conservative, so I'm reading newspapers every day at the age of 10. I'm reading everything in the news, geopolitics and everything, at the age of 10. So when I'm 15, when I wake up in the morning in a stairwell in an abandoned building, a partially abandoned building, the first thing I buy every morning are two newspapers, and I read them every morning. I pack groceries at the supermarket so they had money to eat, but I always read newspapers. I taught myself how to read. I taught myself how to comprehend. So I was learning words that I couldn't understand, you know, as a teenager, because I'm, again, I'm from to learn very big words and very complicated speech. And the newspaper taught me how to deal with those geopolitical things. So when people talk about, you know, when people today talk about the Iraq war or Iran Contra and things like that, the reason why I know about it is because I grew up reading that stuff. I got married. What the fuck? I got married. I was with the girl who wanted me to convert so her parents would accept me, and I converted. And now you're here today standing up for just because that woman introduced you to that. You I divorced her. I have a Jewish yeah. son. Okay, right. I have right. Jewish right. stepchildren. Okay? So, yes, right. I have a son. I have a, but no, 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 I have more than that, though. I actually have an, 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 not just affinity, but an allegiance to the faith, right? So to me, when everybody else thinks it's about something other than that, you don't know what you're talking about, where I come from. Do you believe right? in divorces? What's that? Do, they, do Jews believe in divorcing each other? Sure they do. Plenty of them get divorced. <laughs> Plenty of them do. Just like the Catholic Church, plenty of people get divorced, as they do in other faiths as well. So again, there's a whole there's a there's a relationship with Judaism that I have that I talk about often. You should listen to my show because I do talk about. It. I used to talk about. I talk about it on the radio a lot. I, I know right? nothing people, about it. I know nothing about yeah, a lot it. Of people don't. I've, I've, heard, I've heard a lot of stereotype statements, but I don't. I, I I don't know anything about it, and I'm honest about that. My mother is Methodist now, but then again, my mother is like a freaking gypsy when it comes to her religion because she raised us Roman Catholic. I was baptized at St. Gabriel's on 197th Street and and Jamaica Avenue. If you look up. 197th Street and Jamaica Avenue on Google Maps right now, you will see St. Gabriel's where I was baptized at 13. Well, I admire your resilience. Not that you need me to say that, King Reese. Well, it's okay. Nobody hey, like asked what the fuck would you think. I'm well aware. Listen, you don't have to I'm ask well me what I think. 
anger let me tell you this this is this is the one thing that i know right so imagine from my point of view not that you ever would but i want you to hear it from my point of view imagine you say something and it's just words and the reaction you get is people shouting screaming at you and calling your names all you have to do is say something you haven't you haven't insulted anyone you haven't called anybody any names and their reaction is to call you names, shout you down. It happens every day, dude. It just happened a half an hour ago. You think it's because of you sound like you white so, and they see that you're no, no, black? No, 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 no. I don't care what it. I don't care what it's about. Here's what wow. I'm telling you. What I'm telling you is this: is that there is a cause and effect. People will tell you right. in a minute that the reason why they react the way they do is because of me. Right? It's my fault that you well, are that's angry. That's not true. We have to be in control no, no. of our own behavior. That, exactly. So, yeah. you, so yeah. when you say, when you're calling me, when you're saying Reese wants to be white or Reese is, Reese is anti this or Reese is part of the, when yeah. you're doing that's that, you have to ask yourself, where's that coming from? Because I didn't that's make that. I didn't make you that way. I didn't make you that's that way. Stuff. That's who that's you are. Stuff. You should be able to deal with me and what I say without having to malign me and just to, 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 to rip me or, or to call me right. names. You should be able to deal right. with it. Right. Yeah. But when you can't, I'm going to do it. Well, stop talking. Well, stop talking. He didn't make him. She told him what she required. He agreed. She didn't make me. She didn't make me. He didn't make me. I made that choice. Dude, again, I made that choice. She made it for you. So when I tell people, listen, when I tell people, when I tell people, listen, here's my point of view. Did you get angry about it? That's you something really to do with you. There's nothing to do with me. So I'm not offended that you're angry at me. I, looking at it from no. my point of view, I, in my head, I'm going, look at him. I made him react. All right, well, boundaries. Look at him. I, I, listen, I said something that got a visceral reaction. All I did was say it. I said, I'm going to get a visceral reaction. Like that clockwork. Got it. So who's in control? What is, what is it that I said that made you want to start a your ass kicking tour? What is it that made you want to start the ass kicking tour? No, again, you, you have to understand. If this is a, listen, this is a, I, I, I told, excuse, I was told excuse this me, a long Please excuse me, Reese. Please. Snitchy, shut the fuck up. All right, Reese. I was told this, I was told this a long time ago. And I was told by a very, very prominent talk show host, God rest his soul, right? He says, you are never going to be hated, hated the way that you want to be loved. And that has always stuck with me. And I understand my role. I'm not a fire thrower. I just say what's on my mind, and I know it's controversial. I know it's not what's supposed to be said. You're not supposed to say it in polite company. But I keep asking myself, if you throw them around, yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get on the defense. And I'm going to say uh, fucked up shit to you, man. I mean, right. but, but let me ask you this, Fred. I mean, let me ask you this, Fred. Like, can you say something? Say that everybody here is 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 slow, is a sodic, no. as a sixth grader that you know. No, what I'm saying here is this. What I'm saying. Maybe. What I'm saying is this, right? 
Imagine you're one person in the room and you say something and everybody in the room has the same reaction. I got that part. I got that part from this day forward. I got that part. And from this day forward, it won't happen again. Yeah, but here's my point I'm trying to say. is like, if you are the person who says that one thing and everybody in the room has the same exact reaction, I ask you one question. Who's the sheep? Oh, man. Reed, let me ask this question, Reed. Do you believe that people affect other people's lives? No. I think they affect people. Do, Not affect people do. Yeah, they, no, listen to me. Listen to me. You could cross somebody's somebody life in a short second and do something so negative impact that it could, it could ruin, ruin them for the whole day, which caused the impact of them in an attitude that they decided to grow out because of their interaction with you. Now, does that, does that mean it's your fault? No, they're just weak-minded in their own way. It's not, I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm not saying it's your fault. But people do affect people's lives, no matter if it's short-term or long-term. If it's just an hour, are you a faith? Are you a faithful man, uh-huh. Charles? Do you believe it? Do you believe no, in I'm God? Not. I am not a faithful man. I am not a faithful man. Okay, I am not. I All am right. not a then, man of faith. Then I'm, even though I'm going to say this, even though I'm not, even though I'm going to say this, I hope that you understand where I'm coming from. Even though you're you're not a faithful person. Mm-hmm. When I got locked, when I got locked up, my anger was palpable because I thought my life was over. When I got sober. Four and a half years ago, I recognized something, that there are no coincidences in life, that I have to accept God's will for me. God determines where my life goes. The person, the people who affected has nothing to do with it. The only thing I am in control of is my reaction to God's will. And God wants me to react to that adversity with calm, with ease, with dignity, and with faith. So I don't control what people do or say. They're going to do it anyway. Okay, so if you believe in that, so you also believe in the evil side of, of, of everything um, in religion, right? You believe yes. in that, right? Well, no, no, no I'm, okay. this is a spirituality so, thing, not not religion. Well, this is spirituality. Hey, you, you, okay, so there's a, there's a good and evil to everything. There's, Absolutely. there's good and bad, no matter how Absolutely. you want it. So God does try to protect you from so-called whatever you feel like is is in, in destined for you, but also Correct. people put stru- put obstruct- obstacles in your way. Evil puts right. obstacles and keep away. Now, how you Agreed. choose to deal with it, which is which is life, and which is other people intervening, which is right. anybody you can name, somebody here. Correct. I mean, but I'm Correct. saying for that one second, something that negatively knocks you off your whole your whole positive path. So, no matter how you want to put it, people can impact other people's lives. You can cause you can cause somebody to have a great day, or you can have somebody have a miserable, miserable day. Like, look, <laughs> I have I, I, I have a conversation I've been having with somebody recently, and I said, you know, people say that I agitate them. I agitate, agitate <laughs> to the point so that make them learn something. And, and the point of me teaching them is that sometimes it's not it's not worth the battle. Sometimes it's, it's you right. shut the fuck up and don't say shit and let them say what the fuck they want because agitation makes a negative impact on your life. No matter how you want to do it, you can say, oh, you're not bothering me. But if you're hearing me and, if, and you just like the things I'm saying, it's negatively impacting your life at the moment. And if you can't shut that mm-hmm. down, you have been negatively impacted by my words for that moment. Right. But, so but your reaction way, is in that, in that scenario, let's go how you react to it. 
how you react to it is key. So I, I did this. I did this not too long ago, right? I said to myself, I looked at my position today, right? After everything that happened uh-huh. to me, I thought that my life in radio was never going to happen. I meet Roseanne, and Roseanne says to me when I start my when we get together, she goes, she goes, wow, your show is so amazing. I promise you, you are going to be back on radio. I looked at it like she was crazy. I said it's never going to happen. It was two weeks before I got the call from Todd Feinberg to do a segment on his show to me working at the station. Like, again, I would have never believed that. But, again, it took everything I went through to have a different perspective. It took everything I went through to have a, a perspective. So I learned now that no matter what happens to me, no matter how bad it is, there are no, you know, in other words, nothing is preordained by me. It is preordained by God, in my view. So every adversity that I go through and every good thing that I go through is ordained by God. And there's a thing that we say that I I learned from a guy who I really want to be my sponsor. He says this. He says, God has three answers for you. He has yes, he has no, and hold on, I may have something better. And that is the way I live my life today. So when I don't get what I want, I wait because it's not ordained. God, God, God is the person who goes to discern it. So I know that people are going to be who they are. I know people are going to say the things that they're going to say. I know people are going to malign me and say mean things about me. I know they're going to uh, besmirch, besmirch my character, as our good friend Jay King likes to do. I have no problem with that. I debate them about it, and I fight back with them, because I, you know, I won't just sit idly by where people malign my character. But I can't control what he thinks or what he believes or what he tells you. I just have to accept it. And I do. I accept it. That's what J. King believes. There's nothing I can do to make him stop. Well, in the book of Proverbs 16 and 9, it says, um, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. And I believe that's what you're seeing right now. You have accepted that as a reality for your life. Mm-hmm. Acceptance is the did answer. You, did you look up to, did you look up uh, to Mike Tyson, too, to use his vocabulary word, the smirch? What are you talking about? Besmirch. That's from that's from fucking Godfather Two. Michael that's Colleone Mike uses Tyson, it. Man. No, it's, it's Mike Michael Colleone in court in Godfather Two. Was was the first saying, time I ever heard that word. I was looking at I was looking at Mike Tyson before I looked at Godfather. Go look. It's the wrong Mike. Mike. Tyson used look up Godfather Two in the courtroom. Michael Colleone gives a speech when he's in trial. And talks about besmirching his character and his family name. The first time I ever heard that word. Well, the first time I heard it was Mike Tyson. Okay, but you've seen The Godfather, haven't you? I didn't care about The Godfather that much until later. Oh well, okay. Well, again, assuming where I, I heard about the word Mike from, Tyson the first time I saw him. You know, you got okay. a special individual to watch all three parts of The Godfather. I'm not. I'm, yes, I'm, you no, do. I'm still trying it's, to it's watch. Yes, you do. And how you get through? How you get through episode three? Yeah, right. I don't know, because that was right. garbage. Right. <laughs> right. The third one wasn't so good, but I've seen all three. Oh, I don't care for it. I didn't care for the first one. <laughs> not, not no, enough, the first uh, one. Uh, no, no. Listen, that isn't. Listen. In order to watch the first Godfather one. You have to really be like, like you have to watch it because it's got to be a part of the fact that you watch the film because it's considered right. a classic. But there's a reason right. why part two is far better than, you know, and, and people forget that, you know, there's sort of like the holy trilogy that people talk about. 
where there are two movies where the second one was far better than the first. The Empire Strikes Back for Star Wars and The Godfather 2 in both of those. So. <laughs> and, and I agree with you, Reed, because this, this is what people say. People say people couldn't stomach the first one, but they enjoyed the second one, but they didn't really fully understand everything because they never got yeah. to the first one. It's so slow, and it's so dialogue-based. Right, it really right. gives you the understanding of the dynamic, um, and the only thing that saves that movie is because it is filled with like the biggest names in Hollywood at the time, right? So you got Robert Duvall, you know James Caan, you got you know Al Pacino, who's then practically an unknown at the time, and of course the ever so famous Marlon Brando. Diane Keaton, for crying out loud, is is in the film. So it's like there's a lot of huge names in, in this movie. So that was the weight of that film. But then two comes out and Robert De Niro joins the cast, and that's what makes it the movie that it is. Robert De Niro saves Godfather 2. The flashbacks are the movie. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's just like Fridays. In Fridays, I, I didn't think nothing could compare to Fridays on the Fridays after that until I got into the Pinky character. Pinky was crazy than a motherfucker. <laughs> I can laugh because about Pinky. You know, and then I started getting into, uh, you know, the Christmas story. What, 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 was, or was that the same one about uh, what, uh, you know, I had to get into all of them. But once I did, you know, Cat Williams, when Cat Williams was in there, you know, I had to get into his character. And then uh, the Santa Claus dude, what was it? Mock Smiley, Cat, uh, what was his name? Smiley, it, I don't know. Travis Smiley. It took you a while to get into it, man. I could watch that all day, every day. All of them. Oh, no, not after. I'm oh. talking about after Agreed. I saw number one. After after yeah. Friday's, the first, it was hard to compare all the rest of them. Because, cause, uh, what, what, uh, what's called? No, man. No, man. What you call them? The one that was smoking the weed. Come weed smoking? smoker. Smoking. 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 Did nobody Are you talking about smoking? smoking? Yeah. Well, that was Friday's one. That's what made. Yeah. Friday's one was better but than all of them to me. But say again? Peace, Baba. Huh? I think, I think too. What you trying to please me by, by calling him Baba now? You failed earlier. No, I've been calling him Bob since <laughs> 8 o'clock. Get out of you, here, okay? And no, no, it's all in the archive. I beg your pardon. <laughs> no, no, sir. It's because you arrived late doesn't mean I didn't do my part. And by the <laughs> way, besmirch is a 424-year-old word. Thank you for sharing. Wait. Oh. It was first, first noted in Hamlet. No. But it's older than Hamlet. We thank you for your uh, research. You're welcome. She's trying to figure out the best way to say my name. She's trying to say how to. She's trying to figure out to where I can respond. Cuddle says says that. Well, yeah. Well, okay. At least you heard it though. So there you go, scissors. Give me my credit. I only have one more day to go, Buster. Okay. Wait, I didn't say anything. Just no. What do you hold up? I didn't say anything. You should say. I tell you what you should say. Good job, Snitty, for keeping your words, Snitty. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah. See, but, but, but let me say something, something to you. Let me you say something what? to you. You over there eating chicken Play. right now. You over there Listen eating chicken right now. 
But I see you want this beef. Do you understand me? I see you want this beef, okay? I'm about to get some, so some wings. Give me my credit, okay? But you see, if you were smart, six, you're not ready for there ready. Was a, give me my credit. No, no, listen, listen. There was another way out of this that you could have got out of this. <laughs> but you, you preferred hey. to have to do the other way. Hey, what can I tell you about it after you forget you keep going? I forget forget you. I'm at least I'm hey, doing it. I'm still doing the path, it. The path to righteousness is not always the one you feel is first. <laughs> well, it's free will out here. Yeah, and you right. Mouth, I wrote a check. My mouth wrote a check, and I'm cashing the check. I got one more day to go. And Cuddle says I can call him Bobo after this, and I'm looking forward. She to always him wanted Bobo. to call me Bobo when I first uh, told her the word. She, she, she Baba is an energy. Baba is an energy. The That's she, the only reason why I, the, I have hesitation. And I, I many, many, I, um, a king I have called Baba. They demonstrate Baba energy. Wait, wait, you said many people you call Baba? Of course. Oh, no, he's been. Oh, you, you said it's oh, been many. Oh my goodness. Yes. Do, she do gets you around. Know what a Baba is? Because you, you just know that this is something that um, Baba over here <laughs> requires. Uh, will prefer. However, he doesn't have Baba energy. You hear him on here? He not no. You know what That's why I have is. a hesitation. Why you why you hate why you hating on that man? I don't hate him. Who, I don't who hate gave him. you? Who gave you? Who gave you the authority to tell him what he is or what he has? Um, I have I have observation. I I've met him. He's no. told me how he would like to be remembered in my mind. He's, I got you. Twelve o'clock, uh, New York time. I got you. 12 o'clock, yeah. Well, she, she, she gets upset because she <laughs> has to go change her garment. Head. And you have yeah, all that right. stuff. I'm a cabin girl. Reece, that's Reece. how Reece. Baba talks. You, that's how Baba talks. You are ta- you, hey, you are a table dancer. You, you are a table dancer. You too. I, you I are a table dancer. You know what I call you Baba either. However, hey, you're not you are a, to be a You are a table dancer. I, well, you know what? You are a table dancer. You know what? You know what? You have been the main table. <laughs> you, you look in my table dancing. I do. Uh-huh. Um, oh, I do. No. <laughs> I do need to hear that. I only have one more day what? to go. One more day to go. See, that's my for Beckman. She, she, she do high destiny for Beckman. That's who the hell she is. Can you say it? Like I thought. I thought that. Um, <laughs> oh wow! You know. You, a queen just can't win in a king's world. It's, it's, I, you know, I, I was told that do I want to be right or do I want to win? <laughs> y'all, or do you want to be accessible to everyone like you accessible? are? Accessible? I'm not accessible to everyone. That That's part that's of your what problem. You said. You're but we're going to get on to that later, Baba. Right now, we're going to stick to the script. <laughs> and the script is, I got it's, one more day. It's freaking <laughs> but I gotta go. I gotta prepare for my show, and then I gotta go to do, do WTIC in a couple hours. All I right. will be there well, today. Well, I want to be known Bless that you. I fired Love her you. before the day came. What's that? I wanted, I, to, I I wanted it to be known. I said I'll be there later. That I fired I said. her. Text me, text me the show where I can listen. Okay, let me let me do that now. Okay, on, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna hit you up on Facebook, Fred. Oh, uh, okay. Right, we we are friends on Facebook, right? I tried to get you through. Uh, uh, somebody told me to uh, friend them, 
and then I would see you, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know. No, I don't think so. I don't know. Um, let me see. Let me look. Hold on. Let me look on it on your friends list, K. Fred. Hold so on. I went through. I think, I think I went through Mary Hopkins. You did. You did. I think so. Hold on. Yes. I'm positive because I know I got the. I got you. Okay, just send Crossley, me right? and then I, I, Yeah. Yes. Sending it, sending it to you right now. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I'm sending it to you right I'm now. To, I'm going to need you to show up in court and do some of that fancy fucking talk, buddy. Are you in trouble? <laughs> no, but every day you never can tell, man. I ain't stupid. <laughs> well, you, you, need a character, you, stupid, you need a character witness? I got you covered. Right on. Mm-mm-mm. Well, he is a character. <laughs> so wait a minute, you are Central Time, right? You're an hour back. No, I'm a two hours uh, ahead. No, you said. Central. I don't know where you at. No, no. King Reese is on the East Coast. What time are you right now? Two o'clock, right? Yeah. Right. Okay, so you're an hour back. All right, seven p.m. your time. I'm always here. I'm always woke. I'm woke when y'all sleep. I'm, I'm shit. I've been up fucking no, man. How you know, Tizzers? You don't know. No, you know. I'm on the same time as I was. I, guess what? Right, Next time I've been up that you see a little bit. But now, Snicky Poo, stay out of shit. God damn. F- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> FYI, they said y'all don't be talking no more. He gonna shut this motherfucker down yesterday. Y'all whispering and somebody at work. He said, "Who there?" I say, uh, "Hold on, they they uh they 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 they, they, they tighten it up. Stick, stick. He hit that button like the lights went off. That's, that's, that's why y'all went to jail when I got back. Yeah, he said he say, uh, she don't have the intelligence to keep the show going. Yeah. She don't have the oh, savvy. He said, y'all ain't gonna be running up his like that." You're equivalent to this granola at the bottom of this parfait that I'm eating. You're nothing but something to want to eat on. You are parfait. That's all you are. Well, you Let me crunch you up. Did you, did you make that? Did you make that? Crunch you up at the bottom of the cup. Did you make it from um, scratch? You made it from scratch. No, I got this here. Same that way. bucket ain't made nothing from scratch. He bought that somewhere. That shit sounds good. These motherfuckers good in that motherfuckers. Every time I indulge, that shit makes me sick, man. I I get one, and then I get another one, and then I say, oh, fuck. These motherfuckers are good. Okay, now, a cake shouldn't eat another cake, Fred. That's your problem. <laughs> Wow. Yogurt and some fruit and some uh, nuts. Other man, grandma cracker and shit. It's not a cake, uh, <laughs> like... you well-traveled gentleman. <laughs> they didn't tell you you got to come out of that motherfucking house, man, down there in San Diego. There's a lot of world that, uh, to be lived, you, you, you know? Nigga, shut your ass up. Nigga, you don't know nothing about San Diego, nigga. Stay down there in Texas, nigga, where you be chasing them little kids down the street every day. <laughs> Don't say that too loud. Don't get me fucked up. Wow, you I'm a little 
Man, shut the fuck up. Don't say that again. Everybody say something stupid. You'll never repeat that shit. People, people, people take shit and run with it. You know, and that's the worst thing to be called. A fucking pedophile or a cow molester. Motherfucker, you, you know you do the time. Uh, Shut the fuck up. You see that? <laughs> see? Uh, Wait, you, you see all that? They're racist. They're going to turn a good man into a bad man. I'm racist. Yeah, I'm chasing kids. I'm racist. All this shit I done got fucking around with the king, sir. Okay, nigga, on Halloween, nigga, on Halloween, nigga, on Halloween, nigga, the police, the police and the FBI was outside the friend's house on October 31st. Damn, Fred, you besmirchified your name. Besmirchified. Yeah, you know how that like the police, you know what I mean? You know, he ain't never been in the, in the game, man. He ain't from the Bay, you know what I mean? He just with them That's why he came on here scared. Fred, did you see when the police came on, he's deep. <sighs> when the police yeah. came, suck it, suck it up to the police. That's my baby. I went to school with him. Like he's from around the corner. I lived on the same street with him. He's different. He's different. I'm going to tell you how different I am, nigga, when I get on the board. You want the beef. Oh, now you want to mute. Now he want to mute. You little small side over. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, if I go to be with John uh, Beckman and the a, white uh, boy cop. Now nah, he want to mute us for that. Modelo. Yes, man. That motherfucker just turned into one of them. All of a sudden, I'm like, damn. You finna turn into one of them, too. Nigga, keep talking. <laughs> oh, my God. I know where to shut up, boss. The Ravens made the Bengals big. tonight. You think that's going to be a good one? I don't watch this shit. Yes. I don't, I don't watch no shit like that. The Ravens and the Bengals? That could be a good one, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch the Raiders. You say, I didn't hear you say the Raiders. I don't watch nobody no, but the Ravens. And who? The Ravens. And who else? And the Bengals. The Bengals. No, I will Ain't be so sleep. That's gonna be a quarterback's duel. They go, they go, oh. they go match Lamar Jackson against Joe. What's his name? Burles. I'm not helping you. I don't need your help. Just hush. <laughs> Just sit back and listen. No, no. I need again, you all the time. Again, you failed. You supposed to dress him as Yeah, she act like. Uh, that's why. That's I why did. I said you can keep her, man. No, no, no. Keep you her. Failed. I you don't want her. I told you, you failed. I, no, I didn't fail. You need to dress him. You did not dress him as Bob. So let's go back again. Let's try I didn't call, call him any other Bob. name. I didn't call him any name. No, 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 no. You supposed to before you speak, address him as Bob. Oh my God. And he didn't speak. <sighs> oh my God. From now on, you just call me X. I'm her ex, everything. <laughs> okay, Susan, do you accept that? Do you accept that? I accept it. I, well, yeah, I, I know. You'll accept a lot I don't of what I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to get full credit here on my bed. I want you. I let it be known. You're this not This is not wanted. about me warning you. This is about me honoring the bet that I lost. Well, well I don't even want to honor. If he wants to be called your ex, 
I think you need to. No, okay, no, no, not ex. my ex. He's just just calling ex. <laughs> like, what? I could be like, what's up, ex? <laughs> Good morning, ex. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-uh. So, I need, I, I need to hear, uh, uh, no, no, that's what he said. That's what Bob said. I'm not going to call him my ex. <laughs> you, well, I'm just saying. I need, I need a mute. This is for my mute. Don't call yeah, me your anything. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're going to be called a lesson today. I've you learned my lesson. You never on greatness. Yeah, you well, can never bet on your greatness. I, <laughs> this is where I listen, this is where I get to affect your life. My life is affected. <laughs> my life is affected. I, but hey, my mouth wrote a check. What can I tell you? With King Jeffroni, hold on a minute. Call, I see it, but I don't it, see what, it, what you said just yet. Let me see the phone. Let what? me see it. No, no, no. I saw King yeah. Jeffroni's name, so I know he said something, but oh. I want to go see what he said. Let me see if he'll tell me. All right, well, no, not yet. <laughs> It'll get to me if in a minute. You, you can't even phone. be like Missy Elliott with me break up before you dump me. I dump you first. See, see, you're, first of all, we have to be together at that, that level, you bucket. Well, look, wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Baba. Missy, 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 you see? <laughs> Missy. That's, that's, and I told you, is he going to be my ex or is he going to be Baba? You got this one. I don't want to call him right my now. ex. Oh, my God. Run. Run. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going to call him Baba. That was the original bet. <laughs> I don't know who has the keys to the truck, Baba. Thanks. <laughs> well, I tell you, the time is just, it's just moving on, isn't it? <laughs> when you're around, you make it hard to find a virtuous woman. You know what? You don't need to be trying to find anything. You already have what you need, Baba. How about Baba, that? Baba. How about them apples? Listen, you know what? You know what, Nicole? I know you. I know you lost a bit, but you, you ain't got to say Baba every time you address this nigga. Goddamn, yes, you sound does. like you like it. Yes, he does. You act like you like yes, it. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Well, then don't address the motherfucker. Don't you know how to outsmart these niggas? I always wanted to say that. And she said, Baba. Ali, listen to me. Ali. Between me and you, Ozzy, there's an easy way out of it, but she doesn't want to, she don't want to think about it. And she don't want to put What's the easy way out? 